Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two-moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. These have all played parts in the world's fate, but it's the people that truly shape the future. And, every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery, quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum, or, in most cases, both. But on a far smaller scale, perhaps it is time we look at the 300 years since our last story. Much of the world of Atlaren has entered an industrial age of machines, magics, gunpowder, and most volatile of all, the printing press. Factions and nations fight for political supremacy as much with blade and bow as paper and ink. But the machinations of nobles don't mean much to our crew. In this particular window in time, it is the year 501, and despite the advancements of the world, the Antarctic continent of Frosthold is still a little behind. A trio of wanderers have unknowingly taken up a mercenary contract together, intertwining their separate threads. Each seek a form of salvation in their own way. One must undo a mistake, one must find their strength, and one must find their true place. Scrappy misfits all. This is their story, pitted against a world of danger and rushing further into the unknown every waking moment. I need no weapon, for I am the weapon. I need no armor, for my family is my armor. When I fall, I rise to guard eternal. This was the Nothar creed that Fustrak Broadhorn was raised by. A Minotaur barbarian with a love of battle and honor, the son of Chief Tejar is fierce detective of those he cares about. Fustrak is traveling the world to learn new fighting styles and techniques, and hoping to bring them back home to Garrod Eldathas. While not exactly smart, Fustrak makes up for it in brute strength and tenacity on the battlefield. The maul on his back comes in handy, but Fustrak prefers unarmed combat to even the playing field. Despite his gruff exterior, Fustrak can be quite patient, kind, and gentle, but guards the secrets of his past tightly though it may soon catch up with him. If you're ever in search of polite company and good conversation, perhaps Magda Renly won't be your first choice. If you have a problem that needs taken care of by whatever means necessary, however, you won't find a better mercenary for the job. Hailing from the Bjorning woods of Amnoblin, Magda has traveled the world under the employment of the Atlan Mercenary Company. She's a human blood hunter who acquires her abilities from special concoctions taught to her by the Guild of the Gate. While she has served the AMC for many years, anyone who comes across her may get the distinct impression she has no interest in niceties and kissing ass to rise through the ranks. Even so, Magda knows that in order to achieve her goals, she needs the AMC and the Guild. If she'll ever be able to stop looking over her shoulder and finally start looking forward, she needs to play the game. But she'll be damned if she lets herself trust anyone again. Oh, hey there, guy. My name is Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, which, you know, is probably too many names, but Ma and Dad couldn't pick one they liked best, and even after all that effort to choose one, they like, you know, they ended up calling me Nick, wouldn't you know? 
Even my babysitters growing up, old Alma and Candy, called me all sorts of things because, Christ, they had a lot to choose from, didn't they? Half the time I don't even know who anyone is talking to, but I answer anyway because I just like to be helpful. Okay, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, you can just call me Noah. I grew up in a sweet little suburb of Port Midcord called Reese's Ridge, and I tell you what, I wouldn't have it any other way. My parents have a successful little potion shop that I helped out with as a kid. My dad was doing crazy experiments with the potions while Ma was tinkering away on whatever she could find. You know, I remember some of the other kids while I was growing up, they would come to our neighborhood barbecues and bring their toys over to show off. Why, this one time I accidentally melted poor Patty's new doll, and boy did I feel silly. After that, you can sure bet I got a good lesson in potion safety. Well, once I got older, I traveled around with the Phelan caravan since, you know, they were good friends of the folks, and I learned a lot more on my travels. Now, after traveling so much, I've helped the folks expand the business and, you know, created a few more things that we can stock in our stores. I came to Frosthold in search of some rare ingredients and some make some new, you know, potion things with. And I'll be darned all the heck if I'm not going to come up with something cool to show my dad next time I come home. Vagrant, entertainer, gun for hire, Christmas fortune mayor has been known as many things and gone by various names. Whatever suits him best at the time. To get to the next day, to the next job, to the next handful of coin. Christmas does not go out of his way to show cruelty nor kindness and grants neither favor nor misfortune. He acts solely for his own interests and only helps or harms others to further those interests. Though born far in the north under more privileged circumstances, an encounter with the chaotic magic of the Feywild set Christmas Path in a drastically different direction, a direction that changed him, both inward and outwardly. But with change comes freedom, and with freedom comes danger. Survival from one day to the next is both exhilarating and grueling, but Christmas has mastered surviving. Whether by the stage or a passing stranger's pocket, making it to the next day is his specialty. Everybody. Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring oh, Company. God. I'm your Dungeon Master Taylor Wallace, and joining me I have Astro Knight. Hello. I have Blake Wolf. Hi, uh, yo. I have Zach Coop. Oh, that's me. Yeah, and <laughs> and we've got Zach Gale, who's married. Yay! Yeah. It, it's been a week. Just she hasn't muzzle? left yet. Yeah. I don't know. So. <laughs> Not muzzle top, just muzzle. Nope. Yeah. Ah, okay. It's been Whatever. a week. She hasn't left yet. She did wake me up at 7.30 in the morning the day after our wedding, and I did say I wanted a divorce, though. Wow. So. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I was very tired. Yeah. That was in the prenup. Yeah. As your, yeah, as your friend, uh, if you ask for a divorce from her, I'm divorcing you, so. Oh. oh, yeah. I already know that if anything like that were to happen, you guys are definitely keeping her. So... <laughs> I'll do share I'd custody. Do the same I'm thing. okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Man, if you it. thought I was insufferable before, though. <laughs> oh, anyway, hello, everybody. Welcome after our small hiatus for the wedding. Uh, I'm excited to play. I'm super excited. Also, 
Coop, good job Bye. on the new layout. It looks oh, much better. We're all I like it. Bigger hey, you now. You can see her face. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, I did have a note from last game uh, that one of my friends was extremely disappointed in me uh, because I mistranslated a German word. Uh, oh no. Walter's last name, Brents, is based on the German word for burn, not heart. Mm. I got them mixed up because my favorite Rammstein song is Mein Herz Brent. Uh, and I, I got the, I got the, ah. the words mixed up. Uh, anyway, last time, uh, we started off with battle with the Stormhoof brothers, uh, Volkri, yeah. Rasmin, and Torov. Uh, and they they fucked up Fustrak pretty good and Lorcan. They they did a little bit of did a little bit of hurting Magda, but uh, Lorcan rediscovered his face step ability and got you out of there uh, before getting rammed into the ground himself. Uh, yeah. Uh, the battle ended with uh, Razvan essentially surrendering when Torov's life was threatened. Uh, Noah had downed Torov with a shot to the head uh, that thankfully glanced off of and broke a horn that so he didn't straight up die. Uh, but now he's got a broken horn for however long it takes for it to grow back. Um, Volkri... Volkri took Torov and left, but Razvan stayed in Manaz. Uh, he said he'd stick around the town for a little while and be at your beck and call if you need him. But he's going to do a little soul searching. Uh, after the fight, uh, Christmas went to the post office to send a letter to Sala Narendil that simply said, I don't remember anything. Please help. Uh, which caused her to come running very shortly. Uh, and Magda went back to the brothel, the chased cat, uh, to talk to Gwen because you suspected her of being the GH from Christmas's journal, which she did indeed confirm. What? what? Now go. GH? Yeah. Glory hole? <laughs> She's a woman. And so I, is that doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, she did provide Magda some glory. Yeah. So you know the fun Ready. thing about Gwen is she's not actually a courtesan; she's just a bartender. Really? Yeah. Oh, she doesn't like normally. You. She doesn't normally sleep with people. That's special. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you went and talked to her, and she did confirm that she was indeed a former gang member uh, working under tk whose name you later found out was tristan uh who is indeed also the Corey butcher uh and uh she gave you her personal address yeah uh, oh my god which i have marked on the map for you uh returning to gungnir tower you guys discussed a number of things that you had learned and and then sala showed up uh Christmas held a gun up to her, but it turned out not to be loaded, and uh, she kissed him. And then immediately apologized, realizing, oh shit, he doesn't remember anything. Uh, Let's Sala not forget that Christmas made the most insightful of insight checks. Yes. In, in that learned... moment, which is not yeah. going to be super important in this session at all. Yeah. 
no, not at all. She is a trained liar, but she was not lying to you in the moment. Uh, anyway, uh, she revealed that she knew who all of you were, uh, which she said was part of what her job used to be. Uh, she shared what she could about the old gang uh, in confirmed Gwyn's information. She gave uh, Christmas the first names of every major operative she could. So you are now aware of Brennan, Gwyn, Josen, Tristan, Salem, Mikhail, Aaron, Tane, Irahim, Oza, Parvati, Beckett, Ross, and Marceline. You did all those in one breath. Good job. Yep. Marceline got a little airy. Uh, but yeah. Uh, eventually the subject turned to Hector uh, and getting him kicked off the fifth horseman for his own safety. Now that you guys have learned uh, a little more information about what Walter is up to, and apparently he works with Tristan, uh, or did, maybe still does, who knows. Uh, you contacted Jonah Roscoe to set up a plan with her to kick him off at Locks Landing. And you played around with the idea of a few different people going to protect him. Uh, the current ones up for debate, I believe, are sending Rasvin to him. Or, uh, what Noah is up to right now, uh, potentially having Chris and Chips go pick him up and make sure he's safe. Um... We ended the last session with Noah actually going up to the seventh floor of the tower to talk to Chris, who is currently installing new light fixtures and wiring in Gungnir Tower. Um, I think that's about it. Okay. I do recaps. I do recaps. Okay. All right. Who wants to who wants to go? Do we want to pick back up with Noah? Do we want I'll someone go. else to Okay. Yes. Oh my god. No. I've had this note in my journal for 2 weeks, 3 weeks now. Like I need okay. to do this talk. Okay. Okay. Knock knock. You're already in there. Oh. Who's there? <laughs> oh, hey there, Chris. Or ma. You call her Chris. We've decided. Yeah, that. I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, uh, as last time, she is perched at the top of a very tall ladder, uh, currently installing a crystalline light fixture that will cast uh, light across the entire room. Uh, looks like it might be an enchanted fixture, but she's just perched at the top of the ladder with like the fixture in her lap and like all her tools hanging off her belt. Um, and she's looking down at you, her little, her uh, big poof of hair just framing her. Um, and she's like, hey, bud, what you doing? Oh, you know, I had to come up here and kind of ask you some questions about maybe a favor or three you could do. Uh, okay, well, what do you need me to do? Uh, you, do you want to do it from the top of the ladder? You can uh, hang out up there? Or... Uh, do it. Do you require my presence down there? Because it's kind of hard to get all this stuff to the top of the ladder. You know what? No, it's I fine. guess it's not. Fine. I'll climb it's the fine. opposite hey, side of the honey, ladder. You know what? Catch. And she just tosses the fixture at you. The whole fixture? Yeah, it's like the size of a, like twice the size of a basketball. Do I need to oh, roll no. for that? Uh, yeah. It would be hilarious if she tossed it and I just sidestepped <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Um, no, go ahead and roll just a dexterity check for me. Uh, well, that wasn't very good. Um, that was 13. 
that's that's plenty yeah she like drops it directly over you so you're just like jesus and have to Mm -hmm. like back up a little bit to catch it correctly uh but she just slides down the rail of the ladder and like drops her her tool belt on the ground um and she takes the fixture from you and very gently sets it on top of like a drop cloth and turns to you puts her little hands on her hips and looks straight up at you and says okay what do you need well, okay, so we got, I got two things to ask you. Yeah. Uh, so Magda, her dad is going to be in Locks Landing. Okay. And we were wondering if you and dad could go pick him up. Uh, I mean, yeah, we could probably do that. What for? Uh, you know, we just need to keep him safe and we're trying to stop him from being, you know, hopelessly murdered by somebody. So if you could just like you know grab him real quick stuff him okay. in a bag okay yeah yeah i hear you um what's uh what in particular is going on is he like in trouble is he like a criminal or something or no okay so here's the deal right so yeah magda, give me a little background here yeah so magda is you know i would call her emotionally constipated so she uh, you know i had a similar thought but i was a little too polite to say it yeah, that's why we're not saying it while she's here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, she's got this thing, you know, she's a little ashy mm-hmm. and needs some lotion, you know. So she um, has basically not talked to her dad for like her entire life and he's upset about it. And so he's oh, trying yeah. to come save her and like be a good dad and all that jazz. And she's just, you know, being rude about it. Okay. Uh, Cause she wants to protect him, but she also feels weird and like the things that I don't understand. So, um, basically there's this guy who's a smuggler who also works for, uh, veneer arms, but he's like double dealing under the table. And we think he might try to kill him. So we're, cause he's mad at Magda and like all this oh, stuff. Okay. So yeah. So we're trying to just take him out of the equation. Is this like, uh, is this like an arbiter or is this something else? Uh, her dad? No, the, the guy that's mad at, uh, Magda. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. I think he's just kind of a douche. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know. Can I, can I get like a, like a description for what to look for? Do you have a name? Oh yeah. His name's Walter Dine or goes by Walter Brent's. Walter Prince. Okay. Uh, but if you want to ask Magda, she'll give you a description because, you know, okay. I just don't remember. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I mean, dad and I are going to talk to her anyway about the whole, you know, so, uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just bring it up and ask some questions there. Uh, was that the only thing or did you have something No, else? I have one more question. Yeah. So I know you're a concerned mom. Yes. And you're really concerned about my safety. Yes. And I borrowed some money from dad earlier okay, to go good, like good. to up up my gear uh-huh. and I found something that's really going to help me but I need another 300 gold to get it. What is it? I'm getting a shield. Okay. I that assume will, it's a pretty hefty shield if you need yeah, that much money. Yeah, it's a special money. one. It's a special one, and it blinds people. Oh, that's that's a good uh, idea. Right? Is it like a mirror shield, or is it like enchanted? Oh, it's enchanted. Oh, 
ooh, you're going to have to show me when you get it. Sure, bud. And she just reaches into her pocket, which, uh, no, she has a, a satchel because it's a bag of holding. Um, just like this little, like, leather satchel. And she digs in and pulls out this big, like, just, just chunky coin purse and starts digging through it. And she pulls out 30 platinum for you. She goes, here you go. Perfect. Now... I do expect, you know, someday, not now, someday you gotta pay it back, but I'm happy to get you started. You know, that's fine. You know, I can do that. I figure I'll probably pay you back in like, uh, you know, potion recipes or. Oh, yeah. Or no, more it potions doesn't have for to be store. in money. Oh, okay. Just anything. I'll pay you back anything. in compliments. Well, you know, I do like those. You're the best mom ever. I certainly try. <laughs> also, you're looking really strong today. Just wanted to let you know. Well, honey, that's just a duh. <laughs> but then again, if you compare anyone against your dad, they're going to look like a gosh darn strong man. You know, his wood leg was like the strongest part of his body, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I can confirm that. Also, can you stop him from killing all the birds? Like, I feel like Reese's Ridge is going to run out of birds yeah, if he keeps going through them like this. You know, we had a good long talk after Wilbur died. And you know how he said it was just one of them things. Uh, we had a good long talk about it. And I said, Chips, you know, you got to take better care of your little buddies. And I'm going to get you a special new little buddy. And you got to take real good care because you're not going to get another one. And if I see you buy another one, I'm taking it away and giving it to Alma and Candy. And so I think we have an understanding. Uh, you know, when he said it was just one of those things, you know, what, what actually happened to Wilbur? Oh, it was real sad, bud. Your dad, he just... <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to drink something. <laughs> he, you know how he is about, you know, bad with labels and just forgets things sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, poor Wilbur, you know, he was he was just real fat. He was so fat, he had diabetes. How does a bird get diabetes? <laughs> and, you know, the local vet gave us some stuff for him, and your dad mixed it up with something else. <laughs> and Wilbur just, he just went pop. Oh, no. <laughs> gave him Alka-Seltzer. Gave the Alka-Seltzer instead of the insulin. Oh, no. Ah. Uh. This whole time, she's desperately trying not to laugh. Yeah. Um, okay, well. Poor Wilbur. Yeah, good. Yeah, poor Wilbur. He was some bird. Oh, yeah. Some bird, indeed. Terrific bird. Humble bird. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you need, honey? Uh, you know, I think I'm fine. Uh, if you want to meet us downstairs whenever you're done, uh, let us know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll just compose myself for a okay. minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, and she she steps up. She, she, like, wraps her arms around one of your legs. And she's like, I love you, but I miss you. Oh, I love you, too. Okay, now no, get out before I gotta finish this. Okay. 
Let us know if you need any help, even though I know you don't. Oh yeah, no worries. And uh, And she like, she's like, all right, and climbs back up the ladder with like the, the fixture like over her back on like a leather strap, um, and goes back to her work. That was fucking ridiculous. Hey, there was a lot of good references in there. Yes, there were. One of those things. Oh my god! Okay, I will. Alka Salser bird just teeny Um, tiny little woodpecker. Yeah, he wasn't that teeny tiny anymore. No, that's true. Um, It's like a softball. Uh, Who else? Not not much of a woodpecker anymore either. No, apparently. Who else is? Who else needs a a moment off to the side? I need to go for a walk. Okay. A very overwhelmed-looking Christmas leaves the room shortly after Noah leaves the room. Okay. Yeah. I um, imagine you leave solid there. Okay. Yep. Foostrack so. would probably follow him. Okay. Oh, okay. Yay! Um, shit, I don't know what to do. Well, you're currently I... with Sala and Jasper and Lorcan. Okay. And Alistair, isn't isn't Alistair's he uh, still up there? Oh, yeah. I thought he came out of the kitchen last session. No, he's, he's been going in and out. Yeah. He's okay. making dinner. Din din. Um, it's I think he, din din. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's dinner, uh, dun dun. <laughs> um so uh we'll we'll do Magda's thing first. Um oh. Yeah. You're, uh, as you're sitting there with these other three, uh, Sala has watched Christmas step out and you can see her just sort of anxiously, like, uh, sort of like rubbing her fingers together, um, and trying to keep her hands to herself and not like picking anything, but you can see she's super anxious and nervous, um, and eventually she just distracts herself with her own journal. Um, yeah. Uh, Magda will sit there like real awkward for a minute and just say, so is the version of him that you remember like a righteous bastard like this one or... I don't really have a comparison at the moment. Well, I mean, I suppose you wouldn't think he, you know, because you... I haven't been around him for four years. Yeah. I mean, there must be something that you liked about him, right? You just walked right up and kissed him on the mouth, so... And she like she she starts to flush, and she's like, "Yeah, uh, that wasn't me trying to like um, make it a bad no no thing. it's it's okay it was kind of um I didn't know I was gonna do that uh I'm normally a lot more controlled than that uh no I just we haven't seen." someone like that for years you sometimes your mind just goes blank 
Um, yeah, I can imagine. He, uh, I mean, I would say he was a good guy, but we weren't good guys. Uh, he was, he cared about the crew and he took care of us in a way that Tristan wasn't emotionally capable of. So he was pretty good. Doesn't sound like such a bad guy. I mean, he is an asshole. Yes. I mean, yeah, if I he's still that. anything like he was, he's he's an asshole. He's charming and he knows how to get what he wants and he knows how to manipulate people. But he's good. I haven't gotten any of that stuff from him. Well, I've just mostly gotten the asshole, but... He tends not to manipulate his friends too much. Are you not his friend? No, I don't think so. Not yet. Okay. I mean, I think we have, like, an accord. It's good enough. I think he knows that I'll probably slit his throat if he messes with me, but... If you couldn't i'd appreciate that i'm not planning on it but okay anyway thank you uh yeah um so how 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 did you all get mixed up with this uh well he's kind of a friend of a friend i guess he also oh, we but in Yera, uh, working right. with uh, the Master Arcanist there, and uh, he's apparently family friends with them, so he showed you up. And okay, I mean, I was aware of that, but uh, didn't realize you all were friends with Devria as well. Well, it was circumstantial. Okay. Well, we're working on the same things, essentially. I'm just... I don't know, your group is strange. I haven't been able to figure you all out. Yeah, join the club. I don't understand half these idiots. Um, but, uh, do you... I mean, we'll probably want to talk with Gwyn and Mikhail about all of this, but do you do you has he told me? He wouldn't be able to tell you. He doesn't remember. Uh, I'm kind of at a loss for what questions to ask at this point. Why don't we just take it one step at a time, yeah? It's, we'll, yeah. We'll meet up I'm, with everyone at uh, Sundrake's tomorrow. I guess I'm just antsy, knowing that some people know where I am. Well, you are in probably one of the most protected places in Frosthold. That is true, but I don't know Mr. Altera at all. And I'm loath to trust anybody that I don't have any kind of vetting for, even though he has a pretty good reputation. 
don't know, really know what else to say besides patience. It's not a virtue I'm very good at, but I will try my best. I'm not necessarily great at it either, but... Well, as long as you don't kill Chris, and I don't kill Chris, um, we should... Well, just tell him to stop, like, sitting in the dark creepily in my room before I get there, and then we'll, uh... We'll have a conversation after that. Why was he doing that? I don't know. He just was like, oh, let's have a chat. And I'm like, well, we could have a chat, like, not creepily in the dark in my room when I'm not there. You know, that's... Well, was it in the dark? The lights were on. How many times do I have to say this? (laughs) I always envision you just sitting there, like, in the dark. I specifically said, in that moment, the light is on. Nah. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like, he was, all the lights were off, and he was sitting there, he was petting a, (laughs) he was petting like a cat, and Mr. Bigglesworth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm joking. He's He's fine. I get that he's going through shit and everything, so I'm trying to like give him the benefit of the doubt, but also he's not very good at making friends. No, he's not. Yeah, so. He makes acquaintances. Why am I talking about him? Like, I, ignore me. Um, sorry. Don't apologize. Um, I assume he's still somewhat like his old self, but I don't know. Anyway, um, I need to send off a couple of messages and let Gwyn know I'm in town. Uh, I'll be back. Um, thank you for not freaking out at me being here, all of you. Uh, I know it's hard to trust people. Uh. Uh, we're kind of at the point where if someone's going to get at us, we just handle it. So True. Anyway, and she stands up and she heads out the door in a different direction from Christmas. Um, Can I get a read on, like, just a general vibe check on her? Because I know Christmas seems to trust her okay. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I get from her? She's being genuine. She's. Make an inside check. Yeah. <clears throat> Where did my character sheet go? <laughs> it's on the screen in front of you. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god. <laughs> so vicious. Ooh, uh, 24. <clears throat> 24, um, she is, she's being genuine with you, um, and all those moments where she's, like, catching herself is, like, there, she's not necessarily putting anything on, but those are moments when, like, her confidence breaks a little bit, because she realizes she doesn't know what's happening, um, 
but there is also very clearly a lot she is not saying and a lot of things she's not showing. You get a similar idea as Christmas that this is a woman who is a trained liar. Um, she's not lying to you, but she's not telling you everything. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, I think the only other thing that I need to say is to Alistair... Uh, and I will mention as well, while you're talking to Sala, um, you do notice as she leaves, uh, Jasper is sitting next to Lorcan and talking to him, and you see Jasper hand him something, and you see this look on Lorcan's face of, like, surprise, and kind of, like, taken aback, but, like, in a good way. Um, and you see him put on a ring that you've seen Jasper wear. And it resizes to fit Lorcan. Okay. Okay. So Can you talk to Alistair? Yeah. Okay, he's in the kitchen. Well, I mean, I can wait, I guess. He's gonna be there a while. He's making dinner. Okay, fine. Well, yeah, but I need him to do stuff for me. Do you want to talk to him right now or later? Uh, I, <clears throat> I wanted him to, like, send messages for me and shit, so, like, I didn't... He's, he already sent, like, three or four yeah. in the previous session, which is still this day, so just so you're aware. Yeah. Because it's still... Is it still Turin the first? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's been I was looking at my notes first. and I was like, fuck, it's been for a like, long day. Yeah. For like three months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, can, yawned. I can wait. Yawn. Uh Yeah, so uh, Christmas and Foostrack. Do I notice that Foostrack is following me? I assume it's hard to miss him. Uh, and I'm not trying to be sneaky. I'm I'm not like trying to make like a lot of noise, but I'm not trying to sneak. I'm just kind of walking, um, a little bit behind you because you left before I did. I'm just heading towards my cabin and ignoring Fustrak. Um. Once we get closer to the cabin, Foostrack picks up the pace just a little bit. Um, goes, uh, just goes, hey, uh, Christmas, um, hold up just a sec, can you? Yeah, what do you want? Well, I mean, one, given the day that we've had, I kind of thought that might be uh, not the best idea for any of us to wander off alone. Um, but, um, just kind of wanted to make sure that you're doing okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm fine. Why wouldn't I be? I mean, you know, uh, suddenly a person, uh, that is from your past comes in, uh, kisses you on the mouth, you pull a gun on her. Um, not exactly, uh, signs of having the best time. I mean, the kissing's pretty nice, you know, but, uh, it's been a rough day. 
Um, we all got a little fucked up today. Does Fustrock still look super fucked up? In, oh, I still I have seventeen bit. hit points. <laughs> he's cleaned up I a little bit, but yeah, he looks pretty pretty rough. I I have seventeen out of sixty-two hit points. So <laughs> tired boy. Yeah. It has been a long day. Yeah. So, um, um kind of like hum. Just like a really uh quiet little tune and bring out a hand and motion it towards Fustrock, and I'll give you... I don't think it's going to matter, but I'll give you a healing word. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's eight hit points. Wow. Okay. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Um, listen, um, you and I really got a got much of a chance to talk since you joined our uh, ragtag-ass group. Um, wanted to thank you for uh, for having my back today. Um, and uh, I kind of thought that I might have a little something for you. Um, Please don't and, uh Please do not give me a speech. I do not need one of your speeches. I've heard you give it to everyone else. I, no, I no, you, you don't. You don't really seem like the the pep talk type. That's that's mostly why I just asked how you were doing. Um, and Fustrak reaches into like a pouch, and he pulls out uh, the ring that they got off of Torov's horn. Uh, which I assume is like slightly like bull or slightly minotaur themed in its look. Um, um, it's it's pretty simple. It's like a braided silver and gold band, um, but it does have like these flecks of rubies that are set into it. So um, this is uh, apparently a ring of protection. Um, Given that you seem to have a serial killer on your tail, um, and I reckon that we're going to be coming across them uh, sooner rather than later. Um, and as a thank you for having my back today, I kind of thought that you uh, you deserve this. I'll reach out a hand. I put it in your hand and shrinks down so that it would fit you rather than a fucking minotaur horn. Probably be like a bracelet otherwise. He takes off like a really gaudy ring that he's got that's like silver that has this like massive gem in it. Pulls it and then just tosses it into the into the lawn and then puts on the other one. The one that you gave him. You know that we got your back too, right? If you say so. I mean, Magda doesn't seem so sure about you, but... You ain't been nothing but helpful in my eyes. You know, yeah, you're a little bit weird, but we, we kind of understand why now. Thanks. Uh... <laughs> yeah, is it weird that even though I've seen Magda maybe hit 
one thing with that weapon of hers that I'm still fucking terrified of her. Oh, no, you are absolutely right to be a little bit scared of her. Um, she, uh, when she actually manages to hit things, it, it kind of messes them up. I mean, you saw her in the fighting pit. Um, Not really. She, she, can, she can do some, some real damage when she wants to. Well, uh, thanks. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, look, I can, I can let you get back to the cabin. Um, I got just wanted to make sure I got you that and, uh, checked in on you. It's, you know, it's a lot today. You seemed a little overwhelmed. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, sure. You, um, you have a, you have a good rest, okay? Just pats him on the back and heads back up to the tower. I imagine I'm pushed ten feet towards the cabin when he does that. Um, oh no, Fustrak is gentle with it. He he knows not to like send people flying with a pat on the back. Um, I'm gonna go to the cabin then, and I'm gonna go find a bottle of whatever, um, <laughs> and I'm gonna pull out my disguise kit. And I'm going to start working on a new look for Christmas. Okay. The Magda plan is out the window. All right. <laughs> oh, no, I fully uh, intend on coming back looking exactly like Magda. No. Um, oh, okay. Um, save that for a Comes so, out looking like Fustrock. Yeah. <laughs> Paper mache so, horns. <laughs> eventually, um, all of you, except for, I assume, Christmas and Sala uh, return to the main tower hall uh, as Alistair is bringing out food. Uh, uh, Chris and Chips both come in as well, though when Chips comes comes in, you can see that he's been pretty hard at work and like he forgot to take off like his apron. Uh, so when he gets in there, he like hangs it up and he comes like his little bat claws in front of him. So his wings look like a cape. He just comes wandering out uh, to the table as Alistair with just a full like beauty and the beast like style, like cutlery and shit moving all by itself. Just brings everything mm -hmm. out to you guys. Singing opera. Yeah, indeed. Be ah, yes. No. Um, but uh, as you guys uh, all come out um, or all gather at the table, uh, you notice one new face has joined the table, which Magda, if you've been waiting here, you would have seen them walk in. Um, Coop knows about this person because I couldn't keep my stupid mouth shut because um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gushing over him. Uh, but while everybody was off doing their own things, uh, the front door of the tower just basically burst open and in walked a fire genasi with sort of, uh, oh, no. a, <laughs> it's not the same one, I promise. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was like, God, not again. <laughs> I was going to be so like, excited. Um, with like, uh, is it called a faux hawk? I don't know what it is. Um, 
similar ha- hairstyle to me, but more mohawky, um, of just flame, uh, with these sort of almost lava-like rivulets going through his temples and up too close to his eyebrows. Um, he's pretty handsome, pretty young, uh, probably younger than Magda, uh, though older than Jasper. Let me grab you a reference image for him, because I actually grabbed one. Forgot to open roll yeah, I did too until like five minutes ago. Uh, where is the Jack? There he is. There he be. Ooh, he is cute. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then of course these sort of weird, like fiery, okay. like markings on his face. Clean shaven, pointed ears, uh, these ruby earrings. Uh, he's wrapped up in this sort of maroon uh, cloak with uh, a hood and like really billowy sleeves, but he very quickly hangs that up, revealing that he is dressed in pretty much all black, like almost skin tight uh, clothing. And just because he's that asshole, he does have leather pants. Um, yes. <laughs> and like pretty high heeled boots. Oh my um, God. This is so much big dick energy, you guys. <laughs> Holy shit. He's very twinky. Um, mm. But he's like very slim and svelte and just, he knows he looks good. But he just wandered into the tower unannounced uh, and just just walked straight through the main hall, sort of gave you guys a little wave of hi, and just kept going into the kitchen. After which, shortly shortly (laughs) after which, you guys did hear a clatter and Alistair go, God damn it, Jack. (laughs) But uh, as you all gather up for dinner, he comes striding out of the kitchen behind Alistair um, and just plops himself down in a seat like he owns the place. Yeah, because he does. He's Alistair's landlord. He does. He's <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's Alistair's sugar now. baby. Yeah. <laughs> but Alistair uh, sends out like all the dishes and plates and uh, serving ware and all that, and it just sort of all lands on the table at the same moment. And he sighs and sort of dusts off his hands and says, uh, "Everyone, please enjoy." Uh, there is more than enough, so take as much as you like. I, I'm i being kind of covert with, like, how I shove food into my mouth. <laughs> Just yeah. like... Boostrock is devouring everything in sight. He is starving. Yeah. I should say, um, Alistair made a lot of, like, vegetarian options that have all been magically placed near you. Um, <laughs> a lot of lot of greens and such, and then around uh, Chris and chips. There's a lot of like sweeter stuff and like honey baked ham and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, and then if you guys told him anything that you wanted, you will find that near you. Um, Cheesy yeah. potatoes. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Cheesy potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, Alistair takes his spot at the head of the table, which this fire genasi is sitting directly to his right. Mm. Um, And uh, yeah, you all dig into dinner. Uh, Okay, so I want to say, Grace. Yeah, yeah, uh, 
she died 30 years ago. Um, <laughs> the <then> blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie on Halloween. I kid you not. I was like, I gotta see this movie. Oh um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going with Foostrike. Be like, so uh, who's this? Uh, who's this flaming guy over here? Um, and the the Genasi who's like halfway through shoveling the biggest piece of like uh-huh. like pork Is into his mouth. Of course, um, it's pork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> he, he like stops in the middle of it and like bites it off, so he's not like shoving the whole thing into oh, his face. That's a power move. <laughs> um, and Alistair is just like, um, everyone, this is, uh, this is Broviak Kirstensen. Uh, he is the master arcanist of Ansu's and a close friend oh. of mine. Mm, and, uh, Braviak, uh, sits up. He's like, yeah, yeah, you, you can all call me Jack. It's fine. No one can pronounce it except my mother. I mean... <clears throat> Alistair just did. So. Yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he said it, just, you know. <laughs> he he doesn't ignore him. He doesn't count. What was it? It was Bravjevic? Bravjevic. Oh, Bravjevic. Okay. Bravjevic. I, I will post that. Pronounced. <laughs> you know, normally y'all fuck up my name, so I didn't expect you to be able to pronounce Bravjevic. a name that has like 40 vowels in it. Bravjevic Kirstofsterson. Kirstenson. Kirstenson. Chris Christopherson. Yes. <laughs> this is the one character that we're all just going to intentionally mispronounce their name. It, yep. He's the Benedict Cumberbatch he of is, this campaign. He is. <laughs> Benefit anyway. Cucumber Snatch. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, Jack is like sitting up and he like takes a little like napkin and like wipes his face and he's like um hi hello everyone uh, can i make an insight check to see how close personal friends they actually are <laughs> go for it okay. oh my god no you cannot assist oh. i have so many of those stupid benedict cumberbatch names running through my head now and i hate <laughs> I'm it sorry. it was a bishop hooter snooch or no wait oh i miss i miss it was a 17 17 yeah um there is a very close mm. friendship of some kind here mm. you don't know how deep it goes but I bet. They, they have <laughs> a comfort of knowing each other in a way that you're like these guys have spent a lot of time together oh it's deep yeah how deep is your love <laughs> at least six inches <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad you said it, not me, because I was thinking it. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Ash died. Oh, no, oh, that's face. a great face. Wait. Oh, Shit! Yeah, she's back. Damn it, oh, I, I didn't, didn't get, get the print screen I in time. Get the, Damn it. Yeah. It's all recorded Damn. anyway. We'll get it later. That's okay. Yeah, we'll get it later. <laughs> On the internet forever. Um, but yeah. You you can't get how like close they are, but these yeah they're close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Magdalene sisters. 
we're close. Yeah, we're close. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Jack, like, he just sort of throws his elbows on the table and leans over. He's like, so, um, we're your friends, Al. And Alistair Al? sighs. Al? Uh, <laughs> and uh, he says, well. Um, oh, would it be, it'd be, it'd be Uncle Al and Aunt Jack. Yeah, for sure. I see that going on. Okay, continue. I just had a flashback to uh, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire. Yeah, where isn't it? It's, it's. I think it's Uncle Steve and Aunt Jack. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, Sorry. Yeah, Alistair goes around and introduces each of you, uh, and uh, Jack sort of looks over each of you, like committing the name and face to memory. He says, all right, kind of an interesting group. Are you, uh, you wouldn't happen to be the same uh, folks who are helping out Divria, would you be? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, then we've, then I've heard of you. Uh, I'm not involved in that myself at the moment, but I hope to lend a hand soon. Um, and then you're also the ones who were sent by Toralok. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah, and he, he looks at yeah. Alistair, who also nods. Uh, he says, well, uh, as also, I am the Master Arcanist of Ansu's, uh, sort of the crossroads of the continent, I guess. Uh, good to meet you. And um, I don't know about the rest of you, not to be rude, but I'm fucking hungry. Uh, and he just digs back into his plate. Foostruck raises an ale mug to him. Yeah, and he like just picks up his mug and yeah. drains it. <laughs> oh my god. Chowing down again. Yeah. Dude and bonding Alistair, is so weird. Alistair, <laughs> Alistair is just sitting there like, I'm not associated with him. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Okay. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, we're eating. Yep. Is there anything you guys want to do over dinner, or do you want to skip that and get to the good stuff? The good stuff. Um, I would probably end up asking Noah um, about what what we've decided when it comes to Hector. Oh, yeah. oh uh, you know, we... Uh... I talked to Chris, and they're going to stop in uh, Locke's Landing and pick him up and keep him safe, you know, and uh, we'll see how he does. Maybe we'll employ him at the shop or something, give give him a, a broom or something, keep him busy. Yeah, um, Chris speaks up at that, and she's like, oh yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go grab him, like, um, when's he going to get there? Uh, Two weeks? Uh, during the 13th. Okay. Till the 13th. Very nice. Uh, she says, yeah, we'll grab him. Um, I don't know if we'll be done with what we're doing here by then, so he may have to come with us, but you know. Oh, he'll be fine. Uh, come, come with you back here? Well, yeah, we're not gonna leave him alone. Okay, well... That's 12 days from now. We'll be gone. Fine, we can be out of here by then, I guess. Okay. If you, uh, that, that works. if you'd like, um, 
one of my brother-in-laws is in town and is not a total dickbag. Um, that's that's a pretty good thing. Well, hmm. the other two, um, yeah, uh, but he uh, he might be willing to uh, come and help out. You know, in case there's any trouble, he's uh, pretty capable. I mean, does he does he need like? Do you want him to look after Mr. Renly, or does he need, like, a job, or what's going on? He has spent the majority of his life just kind of doing what his sister and oldest brother tell him to do, um, oh, and not really being his own man. Um, oh, okay. So, I'm, I wouldn't, I, I'm not entirely inclined to speak for him. Um, oh no no don't don't worry honey i know just what to do yeah but you know he he may be willing to help out if uh if asked i can't yeah, sure. say for sure but also, he's a good guy also i will say my my father is old uh so don't blow him up <laughs> and like, both Chris and Chips look at each other, like, with confusion as to why you would even suggest <laughs> that. Um, and Chris looks at you and smiles, and she says, Oh, honey, I know I know he's a big klutz, but he is not a klutz around other people. He Just has never, birds. He, he has never blown anything up around me or Noah. Literally the only casualty his entire life were his birds. I look over at Noah, and I'm like, how true is that statement? <laughs> Well, I, uh, you know, he hasn't blown anything up. <laughs> but and, I and I should say, I have reworked his labeling system, so everything should be safe now. Okay. Should well, be. <laughs> just to be safe. Just to be safe. Don't worry. I'll keep him. I'll keep your dad. If if he ends up coming back to Reese's Ridge with me, I'll put him in the guest room furthest from the lab. Okay, that's good. Uh, Don't worry. Just like small menial tasks, not anything. Is he really that old? You can't even be thirty. How old is he? Uh, he's in his sixties, mid sixties. Oh, that's not that old. No, but I mean. Well, I'm I guess just, that's kind of getting up there for a human, but you know. I'm just concerned. Don't worry. We'll be fine. Okay. Do you, uh, you know, actually, out of curiosity, what is, um, what's, uh, what's your dad like? What does he do? Uh, he's a shoemaker. Okay. Uh, for his whole life. A uh, couple of the uh, Amnoblin shoemakers. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a different family. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh,. <laughs> Um, he's... Wait, no, that's your cousin. There's, like, a Beatrice Schumacher that's an actual shoemaker and makes <laughs> Yeah, she's cobbler. actually a cobbler. <laughs> yeah. And, and she, she makes also has cobbler. an amazing cobbler. Great cobbler, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I mean, he's essentially done that his entire life. Um, uh, he's pretty simple. Actually, um, I mean, that's the best kind of person. Yeah, he's infuriatingly sweet, actually. Um, oh, gosh, he'll fit right in. All right. And yeah, 
he she looks over to Chips, who's like nodding, his face just full of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, he'll fit right in, don't worry. Yeah. If he, he lacks intelligent conversation, he'll, he'll I'll take care of him. He's very good with rapport with at least the people that I grew up with. Where Everyone are you in from? town loved him. Oh, here and there. Oh, it's- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's Walking a town. It every time. It's a t- <laughs> oh my god! It's just a town, you know. Not a lot of uh, defining features or anything. Did Ash freeze or is she yep. laughing? She oh, okay. Oh, she freezed. No, freeze is fine. <laughs> we knew what you meant. She froze. She froze. She just looks like she's permanently laughing forever. Am I back? Yes. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, okay. Um, what is happening? I don't know. My, um, it's my internet. Um, we're just cycling. Yeah, I, I've yeah, been... Just going through all of us. I, I've been restarting my uh, internet uh, like the night before or just before stream mm. uh, to, wow. to make sure that's a fresh connection. Mm. My God, I haven't turned mine off in three months. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're supposed to restart it periodically. Mm. Sure. Um, I'll do that. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah. From a town called. Oh, there she goes. Oh no! <laughs> Sex. I like bandits. counting us in. It makes yes. me feel professional. <laughs> oh. Fourteen and five sixteenths. <laughs> My God. Anyway, are we back? Because the stream has a delay. Yeah. No, no, yeah. we're back. Oh, okay. Uh, Hello, everybody. We're Welcome on, back uh, to dinner. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Chris and Magda were talking. Uh, yeah. I'm from a town called Bay. Okay, yeah, I've been through there before, a couple of times. I mean, there? in... What? 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 <laughs> anyway. What? Um, says, uh, me and, uh, me and Chips went up the, uh, the Pilgrim's Road a couple times. The, the Aurora Plate Road, it's the Pilgrim's Pass. Uh, oh, the Aurora yeah. Plate Road. We've been to Haven oh, a few times, doing stuff for, like, the, the Elder <laughs> Druid and some of the Sentinels up there. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't really, um, explored too much. I mean, a little bit here and there, but... Well, I mean, you're you're on the other side of the world now, so you gotta have done some some exploring. I mean, yeah, I I, I hadn't really for the first little bit of my life, but after joining the mercenary company, I got to explore it a little bit more. Yep, that'll do it. AMC, yeah. they're just all over the gosh darn place. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I haven't been back since joining, so... Oh, why not? Um... <laughs> I don't really need to. So. And you see her look over at Chips, who's, like, looking back at her. There's nothing I need to do there. It's... It's a nothing town. Well, I mean, it's a major trade post on the Aurora Plate Road. It's pretty important. 
It's like the stopping point between Seeger, Ray of Fear, and Urskar. Yeah. I, you know, honey, I get it. I get it. You don't have to say anything else. Anyway, and she like turns the conversation away from you immediately, realizing you're probably uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, she locks onto <clears throat> Jasper and Lorcan and is just like, hi boys, I don't know much about you so far. Tell me about yourselves. And she just starts questioning them relentlessly. Because uh, that's what she does. And she wants to make sure that her little boy is safe with his friends. Um, yep. Yeah. But uh, unless anybody else has a thing, I think I think Coop had a thing. Yeah. So I imagine at this point enough time has passed that he's quote unquote disguised. Mm -hmm. So the door would open, and Christmas would walk in, looking exactly like Christmas, mustache and everything, like nothing has changed. Um, and he'd walk in, you know, he's going to eat, and then he sees Jack, and you just watch as, like, the color drains from his face, and he just looks so, so mad. <laughs> well, okay. well, well, if it ain't Brovia Kirstensen. And Jack slowly turns around and looks at you. Well, how the hell are you, man? It's been too uh, long. Fucking, and he like jumps out of his chair and comes up and like hugs you, like big like bro hug. Yep. Um, he's like, "Where the fuck have you been? You were supposed to meet us for drinks." Yeah, like I know. months ago. Well, uh, you remember that? Holy shit! Well, yes, I remember that. I ended up having some drinks that night, but it was not with you guys. I apologize. I was um. Oh, did you find somebody fun? Sidetracked, yeah. Okay. I'll is Sala here? <laughs> no, Sala is not here. Okay, I was about to be uh, like... Nope, she has not returned. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, Jack just, like, gives you a big slap on the back and drags you over to the table and says, Sit the fuck down and eat, you're thin. <laughs> do, you, do you just know <laughs> all of... <laughs> Do you just know all of the Master Arcanists, then? Yes. Yep. I look I over. Actually, I actually have a confession that I need to make to you, Magda. You're the Master Arcanist of all of Frosthold. One of the Master Arcanists. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah, and Jack like leans on Christmas's shoulders, like, "Yeah, he's the uh, new Master Arcanist of says, You know, after the old one got lynched. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But. Fustrak is not sure whether or not he should believe this, and is just kind of sitting there wide-eyed looking between the two. I'll roll deception <laughs> on it if you want me to. <laughs> That's a 27 on deception. Oh my god. Oh god. I don't know if I can beat that on insight. <laughs> yeah, without a natural 20, I don't think you can. Well, we'll give it a shot. Okay. Holy shit, it's a natural 20! Really? <laughs> Oh my okay. god. There there is a long moment when you're like, really? And then you look at Jack's grin and you're like, nah. <laughs> he no, chuckles. Uh, I, it just goes back to eating. Uh, I, when oh my I, god. When I came into to Frosthold, I, 
made my way south, and I. Uh, well, Jack, he, he's a man of the people, so he's, yes, you know, he makes his way around town here and there. He knows how to have a good time, and that brought him to me. Well, it brought you to me. It's my town. That's true. That's true. Now. Maybe I will be a master arcanist someday. Maybe I'll replace you. Who knows? And he just snorts. He's like, yeah, okay, keep dreaming, fortune mare. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. Uh, yeah. Being a master arcanist takes either one, a lot of luck, two, a lot of connections, or three, a lot of gumption. Only two of which I have. I'm not going to ask which one is the one that you don't have. Uh, the connections were not a part of the, uh, the equation. I was a dirty street rat before I became Master Arcanist. Okay. I will sit down and eat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you all finish up your meals and get kind of settled in uh for the night whenever you so choose um it is getting a little bit uh later in the evening once like you know dessert and drinks are cleared away um you have noticed jack flirting voraciously with alistair but also any other man mm. except <laughs> for chips he does not shocker. flirt with chips because the one time he tried chris gave him a look that was like, okay, that's your man. Not gonna, not gonna <laughs> fuck him. <up>. Right. <laughs> but yeah, and he might be a little slow to flirt with Noah, but Chris isn't quite so like, get the fuck away from my boy, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he leaves. He leaves the one woman in the room alone. <laughs> that's fine. You mean two? Because Chris and. Oh, sorry. Yeah, two, two, yeah. two. Sorry. Yeah, Chris and Magda. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, I, I can't like, be the oh, only... Magda, who's right? Magda? What are you talking about? Who I, is that? I thought I was going to learn something about about Chris that I just never pieced oh. together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chris is too great a woman to be bound to femininity. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, uh, yeah. After after dinner, um, you're all doing whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Jack is drinking and flirting with Alistair, who is trying to like shove him away and like take care of dishes and things. Um, but uh, Magda, Chris, and Chips approach you as you're like filtering out of the tower, um, and Chris comes up and just like matches matches speed with you though chips is a little further behind and she's like okay so uh i i we wanted to get a little more information about what we're working with here uh you know for the bloodstone formaldehyde stuff um if you don't mind hey i don't know what else i can provide i gave you the recipe well we're sort of curious about like uh you know, it's just an awkward subject, but, like, the effects on you when you don't have it. Like, what exactly is happening? Uh, I mean, I, s I slow down. There's, there's just a noticeable difference in how I operate. 
Okay. If uh, and the the desiccation it spreads to. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And uh, does it start to go away if you're like in good health for a long time? Slowly, yeah. Okay. But... I wonder if there's a way we can speed that up for you. Can't be comfortable having to wear a mask all the time. Uh, you know, I would welcome oh, you to real. try. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I. That is very sweet of you to think, but I. I'm not really holding my breath for that, I guess. Um, <clears throat> I just have kind of resigned myself to that this is just how it is for a while. So, And she kind of stops and looks at you with like this, this look that cannot comprehend how sad that statement <laughs> is. She's just looking up at you like, oh gosh, honey. Oh no. I'm not saying that to like get pity or anything. It's just it's just a fact. I well, it doesn't have to stay a fact. You can hope. Uh mm. And she Me turns. She's like, "Chip, chips, why don't you go on? I'll I'll catch up." And he's like, "Okay." And he takes off. And Chris comes up next to you and like reaches up to grab your hand and says, "Come, come walk with me, honey." Okay. Uh. Okay. I will. Yeah. <laughs> for context, you don't really have that much of a choice. Yeah. What? For, yeah. for context, at this point, can I say that like Jack and Christmas have like their arms over each other, but like Christmas has his um. Fuck, what's the name of his instrument again? What uh, dulcimer? He's got his dulcimer out, and they're just like singing like bar songs right now. Like kumbaya, yeah. And mm -hmm. Alistair's just sitting there like. Oh, yeah. Foostruck was gonna help with dishes. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> Foostruck, watch it walks into the kitchen to help with dishes, and you see as <laughs> Alistair's like mage handing them in front of him, he snaps his fingers and just press to digitates everything away. <laughs> well, shit. Oh, well, okay. No, I, I appreciate the help. Please. <laughs> and he, he like, stacks things for you to put away. Um, but yeah, uh, Chris uh, is gonna take Magda down to the, the lake shore, just, like, where the dock is, and sit there with you on, like, a bench. Um, but she, like, sits you down and she, like, she, like, dusts off your coat and, like, you're still got a little bit of, like, smutch on you from the, the battle. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm okay. I'm yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. You know, to... you know, don't tell mom not to do her thing. And she just, she's, like, dusting you off. Um, and she pops up onto the bench next to you and leans back and takes a deep breath and stares out over the lake. So, you, uh, you know, honey, you kind of strike me as a little sad. <laughs> That's kind of forward, but I just got to come out and say it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
fucking understatement of the year. You're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I'm okay. I'm fine. She looks at you. Like it's that mom look where she's just like <laughs> She has mom passive insight. Yeah, yeah. She does have a very high <laughs> passive insight. Yeah. Um she is like built to be mom 2.0. She's great. Uh but yeah, she she just sort of leans back. She says, "So uh I couldn't help but notice, you know, when we said that your dad might have to come back here with us." You said that you'd probably be gone by then, and you seemed kind of relieved about it. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to see him right now. But you're trying to protect him? I... I don't want to see him right now, but I do want to see him eventually. But it's not the right time. I don't have... I don't have things figured out yet, and I told myself that the next time that I saw him, I would be... whole? Or as whole as I could get? Oh, okay. I see. Right. He he doesn't need to look at me while I'm like this. Why not? You're his little girl. Uh, I'm his little girl who basically spat in his face the last time I talked to him. And got herself wrapped up in shit she didn't understand. Okay. And, uh... Other than, you know, the the stuff, what else are you trying to figure out before you talk to him? I mean, that's... That's it, you know? Like... Once I fix that, then everything else will be fixed. It'll be fine. I can go back home and you know I understand that it's kind of hard to face someone when you're not at your best especially when you left it off on a pretty bad note but I don't know, really know what else is gonna be fixed. What you're looking for is some kind of cure, I assume. That doesn't cure the other stuff that's wrong. No. It doesn't. The other stuff that's wrong is me. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a parent. Is there anything I can help with? Or 
<clears throat> or would you prefer Chip since he's a dad? That's uh, <laughs> fine. I so if Noah were to say get together with someone that you didn't approve of. All right. And it, does this sound familiar at all? No, it's just something I've been scared of my whole darn life. Or his whole darn <laughs> life. Well, Go on. Go on. Say, say he did, and you told him that you didn't think it was a very good idea mm -hmm. for them to be together. And he basically said, fuck you, and ran off with this person and never talked to you ever again and then 10 so years no. later decided to come oh, okay. grovelling no, back no she's still and... here she's you're good, you're good. Ah, okay yeah it's uh, 10 years later what and 10 years later decided he decided to come grovelling back to you mm -hmm. saying that you were right and mangled his face for this person and a whole bunch of elves. What is that really just going to be fixed? Well, no, but that's not really the point. The point is that in this very hypothetical situation, uh, Noah's my boy. And, you know, being younger, he's going to make some real stupid decisions. He's done it his whole life. Probably going to keep doing it, knowing his dad. But I don't care what he looks like. I mean, obviously, he doesn't look anything like Chris, uh, Chips and I. I don't care if he's sick. I don't care if he's, you know, got scars or whatever else. I don't care... You know, what trouble he's gotten into, for the most part. You know, there are some limits, like, you know, being a terrible I... person, which he is not. <laughs> but if he came back looking for us, or, you know, he was far away from home and he needed help, I'd come running across the entire world for that kid. I went across the entire world to get him. Because, okay, can we can we level here? Like, I... What? He's a, he's adopted, yeah? Obviously. Well, duh. Okay. <laughs> he, he seems he's to be... He's Of course he's adopted. This gnome gives birth to a baby that's literally the size of her. Uh, no, he if, he, if to... he was an adopted boy, howdy would Chips have some questions? <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, he seems to be under the impression, I think, from from the brief little bit that I've gathered, he doesn't think so. <laughs> no, I I'm pretty sure he knows, but it it just doesn't matter. It never has. If he doesn't know, that's definitely a conversation we need to have. But it's <laughs> it's never it's never been any problem. It's never been a point of contention. I mean... If 
um, if you're interested at all. Uh, I, when I met Chips, I was still pretty, I mean, we were both still pretty young. And we had this grand idea of a future just, you know, free and just the two of us making a big empire across the world. Just all these shops and things. And, you know, one day I just reached a point where I was like, Chips, I want a kid. And I don't think a bat gnome is a good idea. (laughs) It'd be pretty cute, but it'd be weird. So... Um, oh this wild afro just peeled back as it's flying. <laughs> so we we talked about it for actually a few years, uh, mm. and then there was one day where a friend of mine uh, over in Lakmanos said, "Hey, Chris, I got this little kid who he's got no one. He's just a baby. We pulled him out of a mine. His parents are gone. Come get him." And so I did. Mine, baby. <laughs> I hate when you find those. They're the worst. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. They pulled him out of a mine? Yeah. Oh my god, do I have some demonic heritage that I don't know about? You're no, a tiefling! You are a tiefling. <laughs> You're a tiefling from Lachmanos. Your parents were slaves. Your mom carried okay. you on her back while she was working. That's weird. Okay. No. Um. I just worry about clocking the baby with the pickaxe. Like, <laughs> no, you know. there's you can sli- sling them. Long I mean, that would explain some happen. things about it. It would. It would. Um, but yeah, uh, Chris, she just sort of shakes her head. She says, "I, ever since I got him, I he's just I just clung to him, and he's clung to me like nobody's business." And I imagine that's how a lot of good parents feel about their kids. And from what little you've said about your dad, he he sounds pretty okay. I don't think any any parent worth your time wouldn't want to see you just because you you're sick. I know, I know that, like, I know that, I don't, it's me, I don't, it's gonna be too hard to look at him like this, it's too much, I don't know how to reckon that. That's why I want it fixed. Because at least I can... At least I have that taken off my plate and I can start to... I don't know. Repair. If I repair my body, then maybe I can repair the other things, you know? I get what you're saying, but I think you're going about it backwards. Mm. 
fun. I I know it's not really my business, but I'm nosy. I'm from Midcourt, everything's my business. But you know, if you if you need a, a stand-in parent until you're ready to see your dad, or you need somebody to to worry about you incessantly for no goddamn reason, I happily volunteer. Thank you. Thank you. You you actually kind of remind me of my mum from the little I remember of her. So. She's well, very involved. I'll take that as a compliment. It was. It is. Noah's very lucky. He has no idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's a good kid. He's a he's a handful, is what he is, but he's a good kid. Yeah, yep. That's for sure. Uh, well, you know, I appreciate you watching his back. You know, I don't know how close of friends you all are yet, but I know what. Uh, what to say? <laughs> I get it. I get it. You can tell right there. I get it. <laughs> he really is a, a genuine person. Oh, yeah. Um, Very honest. I don't think I'm ever going to stop watching my back around him. Because uh, he's terrifying in a very cheery way. In that. Oh, yeah. Where do you think he gets it from? Yeah, uh, picking that up, uh, but I think he's good. He's a good. Oh yeah, he's the best. He's a great boy. Yeah. No, he's. Uh, I don't know how how it all happened, but somehow he ended up being just the perfect balance of Chips and I. He's got Chips smarts, and he's got my everything everything else. else. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the scary part. It's coming handy. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So. No, I. You know, Chips taught him some things that I'm not really, not really big on. Like they think it's a secret, but I know about the gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not happy about it, but at least he's got a good one that's not gonna blow up in his face. Hey, the gun has. Oh god damn it. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Hold on, I'm gonna try to I'm run upset. It. Oh there we go. There you are. Oh there Thank you are. Thank you. Okay. Upset. Yeah. Oops. The gun the gun what? The gun has come uh has saved our asses multiple times. Oh uh, sure. I just I'm not a big fan of guns, you know. I am I'm a fan of a good old fashioned hammer to the face. I like sharp, pointy things, so... We'll get along. <sighs> anyway, uh, you know, I apologize for cornering you, uh, but I figured we needed to have a little a little chat just so we could level, and uh, I can understand what's going on here, because I'm going to take good care of your dad, and whenever <laughs> you're ready, you know, he's either going to be with us or in 
Reese's Ridge or whatever crazy place we're off to, but he's going to be safe. I appreciate that. Sure. And uh, maybe we'll we'll invite y'all to Yule next year. It'll be fun. <laughs> Just a big old family gathering. We'll see. No, we won't. It's going to happen. And she gets up and <laughs> starts heading for the cabins. All right. I'll go to the cabin, back to the cabin, too. Yep. Lorcan's already there, just sort of <laughs> fucking around. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anybody else have anything for this evening? Boostrock was going to try and talk to Alistair. Okay. Um, I, I assume that we're in kind of like the common area still, just Jack yeah. and Christmas and uh, yeah, Alistair, yeah, Fustrock, yeah. and whoever else. Yeah. Um, with a drunken sailor. <laughs> no, it's what do you do with it's a drunken jacking. tiefling? That's what, it, uh, that's what the song is? Yep. Yeah. Um, and he would... He would probably try and um, talk to Alistair one on one. Okay. Um, just like, just like, wander up to him, just be like, "Hey, um, uh, Mister Altair, can um, yes. can I borrow you for a minute?" Of course. Thanks. Is this um, need to be a private conversation? I would kind of prefer that it is, if that's okay. Of course. Um, come upstairs with me, Jack. Don't burn anything. And he starts walk, walking outside to go up the stairs. And Jack's how like, tall yeah, is, fuck you. How tall is Alistair? Alistair is 5'9". Okay, so I'm like a little point. over... I'm almost a foot taller than him. <laughs> That's weird. Sylphie's taller than Alistair. Yeah. I never pictured that. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay. I always said he was... A about average height. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but Alistair takes you up to the uh, probably would take you to the second floor. Just It's nearby. Uh, this is the floor that has what was probably once guest rooms but have now had like walls knocked down to be more uh, more open space. Uh, but there's also a parlor here um and he steps into this very richly decorated and like cool colors uh parlor um there's not there's not too much in here there's mostly like fabrics and curtains um there are some more paintings of people who look like they have some significance but you're not sure who they are um and he sits down in a like high backed like beauty and the beast style armchair um and uh, motions for you to sit across this coffee table from him. So, um, you know, it's been mentioned a few times that uh, that you're a lich um, to yes. us. Um, it's not exactly a secret. No, no, it certainly doesn't seem to be. Um, I, um, Jesus, I am not good at this. Um, 
So being a lich, you've been around for, I assume, quite a while. Um, almost, no, almost exactly 301 years as a lich. Yes. Well, I mean, you don't... I think I was 45. Well, I mean, you, you, you don't look a day over 150. Um... <laughs> that that was a joke you you don't look old um sorry i sometimes make jokes when i get a little uncomfortable um well everything you're seeing currently is not how i look this is glamour i mean that kind of begs a whole lot of other questions uh about other things but i'm not going to ask those because that would be rude um I, you know it is hard to outrude Jack, so ask your questions. Well, we'll save those for another time. Um, I uh, so I, I you you know we ran into my uh, brothers-in-law today, and I don't know how much you know about my people. The Nassau um, clan, yes? Um, for, for my particular clan, yes. Are you speaking of Minotaurs in general? Um, I kind of get the feeling that my clan may be more the exception to the rule uh, than the rule itself. My my people have always really followed Zarai quite a bit, though I myself have always found myself uh, understanding and going more with LN. And being as experienced in life as you are, <laughs> you have... You've had to make a lot of tough choices the fuck, and Ted? deal with the constant. Sorry, Ted fell over. <laughs> Wrong Sorry, campaign, yes. Ted. <laughs> you've uh, you've had quite a while to make tough decisions and live with the consequences of them, but also to uh, deal with loss. What do you do when you have those uh, those big shitty decisions? Ones where it just it don't no matter what, no answer seems right. Where no matter what, it's going to hurt. Well, unfortunately, that seems to be my specialty. When you get well, to I be... came to the right guy. <laughs> Well, when you get to be as old as I am, you live to regret even the best decisions. Because you get to see what they do centuries later. I... I'm not a spiritual man. I'm not religious. It's kind of hard to worship gods when you have met a couple of them. They're just people, but 
as a younger man, I made a lot of very awful decisions that hurt people to this day, despite my best efforts to fix some of them. And the only thing I can advise is that you can only strive to be better. And as long as you are trying to be better, that's what matters most. But hard decisions that don't seem to have a right answer, there really is no... There's no cheat, there's no catch-all answer for that sort of thing. You can only do the best possible with the information that you have. And seek other people to help you make it go as well as it can. I mean, I reckon I got those people. You know, I have... The family that I've found downstairs, they've really made me understand exactly what it means to be part of a family that cares about you. And, uh... I ain't used to that. I, um... Today, Noah, a uh, scary little dude that he is, blew the horn off of my brother-in-law, and I had fully intended to kill him. for threatening my family, my found family. And when he and Volkri left, I told them that if my dad wanted me back home, that he was going to have to carry my cold dead corpse back home. And I fully mean and intend to make sure that only one of us is left standing after that fight, because I know he's going to come. And I know my wife is on the way, and I am really not looking forward to that one. Because um, I do love her, you know. She just can't wrap her head around what needs to be done. And despite how poorly I have been treated by them and how well I am treated by the people downstairs and how much I care about them, I still find myself torn by which one I need to go with. I don't suppose you and I are all that different then. I've had to make a few similar decisions in my time. Well, what I can tell you with absolute certainty is that 
you you can love anyone you can care for anyone but it is the people who care for you in the moments where you can offer them nothing those are the people that you need to keep for for your own sake people who will see you lying bleeding and useless in the mud and pick you up even though there's nothing in it for them those are your people those that expect things of you in order to earn their love you can still love them but those are the people that need to be held at arm's length Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't quite thought about it quite like that. I know I need to get stronger before uh, Wayfin or Tejar gets here. Do you need help with that? I mean, I probably will. If you know anybody that, uh, I ain't so, like, I'm not exactly magically adept, but I'm out here trying to learn new ways to fight to try and save my people. We get hunted, and... Mm, yes, I'm aware. Yeah, I, uh, trying to learn new things to, uh, help us adapt and be able to defend ourselves better. So... You know, you do happen to be in the tower of, not to brag, but one of the major magic teachers in all of the continent. So if you would like to learn something, I would be happy to teach you. Uh, but also, given your alignment and history, I know of a couple people who may also be, to help, be able to help you. Um, Two of my associates, uh, other master arcanists, are also possibly useful to you. Um, Pelai Singadi is the master arcanist of Northeast. She is also a priestess of Elen. Uh, and being a Loxodon, she's very close with the other giant kin. The other, who is more from your neck of the woods, uh, would be Delios Kyrie. He is a centaur. Uh, he is actually a paladin of Zurai. Uh, he makes his home in the tower at Uru's. Nobody made the joke. I was really expecting. No, Ben and I were mouthing it to each other. We were mouthing it. We both went, ooh, ooh, <laughs> hello, <laughs> is anybody there? Marriage. Uh, um. You, I'm curious, how much, how much are your people aligned with the sort of traditional magics and uh, stories of Zarai. Stories quite a bit. Um, 
when it comes to magics, um, we don't really heal each other. Um, we mostly just provide support and damage magic. Um, so like, we'll try and boost you up. We'll try and, uh, we'll try and, uh, you know, blow shit up. But, uh, if you fall on the battlefield, ain't nobody coming over to patch you up. Not like Noah and Christmas and Jasper do. What sort of, if you were to get into a branch of magic, what sort would you be interested in? Uh, honestly, I don't really know shit all about, about magic. Um, I mean, really the closest thing to magic that I've been using is those potions of growth that, uh, Noah's been supplying me with. Those are a hell of a lot of fun. Okay. Um... Have you ever experienced such spells as being hasted, or have you had anyone cast at a target, making them easier for you to follow up? Um, I mean, normally when that happens, it's somebody else has knocked them to the ground, and then I just smash them. Um haste no I, I ain't had that that's not something i'm familiar with it's very fun uh well i assume you are all going to be in this neck of the woods for a while i could recommend you to someone who could get you started with uh, some traditional magics. Ones that would probably suit you better than what I do. Um, have you... You've most certainly seen the, uh, the Giri people and uh, some other folks with the runic tattoos and such? Uh, that's actually... Uh... Geary provided me with uh, with my mall. Wonderful. Well, can I see it? Yeah, absolutely. He takes it off his back with one hand, just this giant metal mall. Yeah. Um. And he he has you set it down on this uh, this wooden coffee table. Um. And he gently he, <laughs> he pulls off his like outer like jacket, and you can see uh, as he rolls up his sleeves underneath. Um. He doesn't have like the full arm tattoos, but he has a strip going up the inside of his arm that's full of these super tiny runes. Um, and he shows you his arm next to the handle of the hammer, which you see they're sort of uh, built out in a very similar way. Um, and you can see that the tattoos on his arms not only are they decorated and laid out in such a way that they can be used as a spell book, but they're also put in such a pattern that they spell a story of their own. Um, this very complex sort of weave. Uh, if you've ever seen uh, rune stones that have like the spiral writing, mm -hmm. some of them are sort of uh, like that. Um, and as he shows them to you, he says, uh, traditional uh, Giri and Yotna uh, magics are all 
sort of based out of the willpower of the individual, uh, which is often why they have their uh, spells tattooed on their arm. They don't carry around bulky books, they don't carry around scrolls. They believe the magic, being that it is as natural as they are, it is a part of them and part of the world itself. Uh, we, Master Arcanists, are all fairly well-versed in this branch of magic. We typically weave it together with the common arcane that you see most casters use. Um, being that we deal with the Earthblood Fountains and the Leyline Crossroads, uh, all of us have at least some of these tattoos. Um, it is not within my cultural privilege to teach this to you, as I am not Giri or, or Yotnar myself, or Dalmarig or Manama, or what have you, but there is a person in town who may be able to help you with this, um, and any Giri with spells tattooed on them would also be able to offer you some guidance, but um, there is a, a Jotun blacksmith in town who is the person who made uh, some of these for me. I've built onto them all my life, but he made the most recent additions. And while you don't have to have them tattooed to use them, you can keep them on your person in whatever way you like. Uh, they are a very good window into magic for someone who has never cast before, because they aren't about uh, equations and uh, typical arcana. They are traditional and honestly very primal. That, uh, that definitely sounds more like my wheelhouse. Well, if you're interested, I can certainly send you with a note to him, and he'll be happy to teach you, him or his wife. Is that, uh, Ira's dad? Uh, n no. <laughs> no, uh, Ira is Giri. Uh, Giri and Yotna are not related necessarily. They're distant oh. cousins. Oh, I was I was mostly thinking of um, the 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 blacksmith. Um, Ira had mentioned that her dad uh, had done her tattoos, mm -hmm. um, as well as some other work, and I uh, I was wondering if they might be one and the same. Uh, no, uh, I do I do know. Of course, who you speak of. Uh, Ira is a dear friend and researcher. Uh, no, her father lives in Amnoblin, uh, I believe in Dunn, so he is far, far away. Yeah, yeah, pretty much about as far away as you could get. Yes. Um, no, this, uh, this particular person whose name I have somewhere... You know, we actually saw Jotnar earlier today at a bakery. Oh, that was most certainly him. He loves his oh, sweets. Oh, well. 
Yeah, uh, he he got to watch uh, he got to watch all of us get the shit kicked out of each other today. <laughs> I had full hit points at the end of that, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm glad someone did because it wasn't Lorcan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find it. I wrote it down. Oh, uh, his name is Asgir. Uh, Asgir... Corinson. I was so close on spelling his name right. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> That's all I have to say. They're hard to spell. Uh, but yeah. Um, yes, uh, Asgir Corinson. He uh, mostly works uh, just across the river from Camp Mala. Uh, what's left, left of it, anyway. He is... Uh, He's originally from south of the line. He is one of very few uh, Jotnar who live on the peninsula. I, uh, I will try and seek him out tomorrow. I, um... I appreciate you providing me counsel on this. Um, we don't often come across people that have your amount of life experience. Um, so I, uh, I really appreciate you sharing your, your wisdom because um, Magda's got a lot of shit going on and I don't really know I that I can talk to her about all this. And uh, Christmas has a lot going on. Mm, yes. You know. This uh, is this is just different. I um. I got the feeling that your group could use. Oh, how to put this without sounding like an asshole? Uh, someone willing to help without expecting anything. Um, I'm certainly willing to give you work as well if you need coin or anything like that. And I'm always looking for help, but as friends of my fellow Arcanists, you are all welcome here. Well, we, uh, we may end up taking you up on that, given, uh, some things that we've been learning, uh, Yes, so, I, am, I am curious about some of what you all have been up to, especially this Walter Dine fellow. Yeah, I'm he's wondering. kind of a dick. I think I'm going to have to look into that a bit more. Um, I know everybody else is back downstairs. We can probably uh, 
head back down there. Um, I just wanted to, to thank you again. And um, if Asgir does uh, teach you, uh, he may... I'm honestly not sure what he would ask for in return, but if he does teach you, I will be willing to teach you some of what I know about these magics as well. But, of course, you must have permission from a person who's actually part of the culture first. Absolutely. I, I would not mind that at all. Um, I think more than anything here in Frosthold, I've definitely um, encountered some new people and... I've learned a lot even just watching them, so it's it's definitely been uh, been a good time so far. Good. I think I think you'll find coming from the upbringing you had that the rest of the world is a big, terrifying, but wonderful place. And if you're willing to look for it, you'll find some rather remarkable people along the way. And you're already well on your way doing that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've already found some pretty remarkable people so far. <laughs> Present company um, included, of course. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> that is... All right. And he stands up. <laughs> and um, and Fustrak gives him a hug. Oh, <laughs> oh. Does he and feel just crunchy? Like, yeah, just like a couple is he pats, just like bones? Just like a couple oh. pats on the back. Um, he uh, he is he is thin, but he's not like he doesn't feel like a skeleton. But he does feel unnaturally cold. But yeah, he just kind of stands there and he's like this is all right. And he sort of pats you on the back. He's like, thank you. Um, all right. It feels wrong doing the Nathar salute now. So I, I'm, I'm trying out some other things and I, <laughs> I like hugs. So if you hug me, all I right. will shoot you. <laughs> well, I'd better make sure that Jack doesn't destroy my tower. And your friend has apparently been drinking most of today, so... Yeah, he does sure. that. And uh, you guys head back downstairs. Yuck. Alright, let's jump on break and then we'll go to yeah. the next morning. Yee! Yeet! Yeet! Break time! We'll be back at one twenty-two. Derek. Ah, yes. Teyamo? Well, we came back on Teyamo. Hola, soy Dora. Hola. Damn it. Soy professional. Meyamo Foostrock. Is there anything else? Oh my god, you guys. Welcome back, by the way. I nearly forgot. Um, is there anything else you guys need to do the night before? Or can we skip to morning? I need to morning. do something. Okay. I need to make a potion. What kind of potion? I'm going to make just a regular healing potion. Okay. Not, not a problem. Okay. Cool. I'll just add one to my inventory. Yep. You are familiar enough with them that you don't need to roll. Yes, Especially when that. you're in a... 
especially when you're in a place where you have access to good tools. Yeah. What? I, um, uh, so I should mention, um, <laughs> I should mention, um, none of you see Sala come back before you go to bed. Oh, she's dead. Yep. Totes. <clears throat> dead. Dead as a doornail. I introed her things. just to break Christmas's heart. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and just to make it interesting, it was Gwyn who did it. Yeah. <laughs> No, not baby. the glory hole. No, God damn it! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's <laughs> going to be. I want to read that mystery novel, Dead at the Glory Hole. I mean, you could anyway. just write it. Yeah, and I could, but I don't want. I don't like <laughs> mystery. But I don't want to. Yeah, but I don't you make want it in to. a. You make it an erotica mystery and novel. Anyway, <laughs> Dead by Dick Light. Anyway, <laughs> we always get rowdy after lunch. God damn it. It's like being back in school. Jesus. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, so, uh, Christmas, just for the fun of it, roll me a constitution check. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, because you've been drinking for. all day, dude. Yeah. How much water have you had? But it's nighttime. And you've been drinking again. But it's nighttime. Roll check. Okay. How old is Christmas? Like, I don't know. Well, so the the roll was 19. Uh Uh, The question I'm not going to answer. I was going to say, if Christmas is 35, that needs to be with disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, No. Um, When when Christmas wakes up in the morning, you manage to avoid the worst of a hangover. Um, But anyway. Uh, Also in the morning, uh, Magda, you get woken up a little suddenly Mm -hmm. as you hear, Holy Jesus! Uh, From another room. I like bolt up, Kisarigama. I brush in. Don't worry about like. I'm I'm just in like my wife beater and like my pants and stuff, and I'm like, what happened? What's going uh, on? Lorcan is standing in the kitchen, like, uh, looking. There's like this like basin area in front of like a big like picture window, that's like really shiny and reflective, and you see him staring into it. Um, and from your perspective, you notice his ears are starting to regrow. Mm. And he's just staring at it. Is that not normal? No, no, that that's not normal. Holy shit! Where's Jasper? He, uh, where's who's he roaming with? I don't. I'm probably Foostruck. And. Lorkin, who, by the way, is currently shirtless, uh, just, like, in pants and no shoes, uh, he just, like, shoves past you and walks out of the cabin. He's like, Jasper! Okay. Just yelling it across the cabins. Good morning to you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. God. Um, but yeah. Foostrack, you soon hear uh, Lorkin yelling and banging on the cabin door, like, Jasper! Jasper! Your twitch. And you hear a little, like, quiet, like, uh, and you hear little tidy feet, little clicking claws just pad out. 
and you hear the door open and you hear you beautiful little lizard come here and he grabs him i don't know if you're out there to see this but you just hear I, I'm, and just I'm peeking heaping, out the door just <laughs> heaping jasper with praise um <clears throat> You see, uh, when you peek your head out, you see Lorcan's like got him in his arms and he's like spinning with him and just in every language he knows, just saying wonderful things to Jasper. Um, you don't know what about, but Jasper looks thoroughly fucking confused. Hey, uh, what's, uh, what's the cause for celebration? Hey, get off my desk. Um, uh, get off my desk, Lorkin. Lorkin stops and he's got like Jasper. Right oh my here. god, I said, Hey, little fucker, and my phone is like, Did you say fucker? <laughs> um, he's got Jasper like right here. He turns and looks at you, he's like, Food truck, and he like sets Jasper down. He's like, Look, you can see his ears have started to regrow. How about that? Is that a kind of a normal thing that happens? Why is everybody out? No, that's not normal. <laughs> People don't regrow I, missing body parts. I mean, there's in 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 my group we got rumors about lizard folk that like they regrow limbs and shit. And I don't know your people that well, so I mean, for all I know, you can regrow shit. I don't know. No. Please tell me there is a race of lizard people who can drop their tail when they yes. get too scared. Perfect. I yes. love it. Continue. Um, and they're the frilly kind. Of... <laughs> uh, yeah. He's like, no, Jasper like, gave me this ring and he said I would start to see like, like I'd start to heal. And I didn't know what he meant because... I thought he just went from yesterday, and he looks down at Jasper, and Jasper just shrugs and smiles. Oh, I mean, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I'm actually gonna look like an elf again, eventually. How long does this take? And he looks down at Jasper, and Jasper shrugs. He says, uh, usually no more than a week. It's like a ring of regeneration? That is exactly what it is. Oh, that's cool! Now, Jasper, you don't need that for anything, do you? I didn't even know you had that on you. Um, no, I, I mean, <clears throat> I think I have everything attached. All right. Well, he, like, this turns is. Uh... And looks at his tail. It's like, yep, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's uh, that's mighty generous of you. That's uh, it's good on you. It's. Oh. Now that you're going to get back to normal, Logan, Lorcan, a bit of Logan. Lorcan looks down at him. He's like, "Does this is this like permanent, or do I need to wear the ring forever?" And Jasper shakes his head. He says, "No. As soon as it's all back, it's done. So that ring is on loan. You don't get to keep it. I need to keep it for other people." Lorcan is just like, "Okay." Uh, shit. Um, I it doesn't regrow hair, does it? And Jasper shakes his head. <laughs> it's like, Fuck. All right. Well, thank you. And he kneels down. He just hugs Jasper, and he's like, "I, <sighs> I'm gonna go get breakfast." And he just takes off. 
Lorkin, if you need hair, Christmas might have a wig for you. No, no, no. Nope. Nothing will replace those beautiful braids. Can I just, no. at, like, have stepped outside right before this? In, like, oh, no, just... you all heard Lorkin yelling. Okay, gotcha. Oh. I, I also would probably have just, like, stepped outside of the cabin, shirtless, like, just breeches on, little hair of the dog in a glass. Uh, Jesus. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't have, I really don't have many wigs. They're not very comfortable either. Why's everybody so excited this morning? And Lorcan turns, he's like, Jasper's giving me my ears back, and he just heads toward the tower. Oh, okay. That, alright. That, okay. What (laughs) does he mean? And Jasper just sort of wanders out. He's like, I'm just helping getting him back to normal. Alright, here, you want some? And he, like, sniffs it. He's like, nah. As soon as he, like, looks away, I sniff it as well. Does it smell bad? <laughs> I mean, it smells like strong alcohol. Mm. Okay. What's Happy everybody morning. getting up to this morning? <laughs> um, well, I'm currently picking my spells. <laughs> I... Uh, I- Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm making a to-do list for the day uh, because I need to go to the AMC office and I want to go see Asgir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go talk to Alistair. Okay. Twilly. I'm also going to go talk to Alistair. I'm going to talk to Alistair privately. <laughs> Oh my god. That's what you said. That's weird. I'm, I'm going to talk to him Christmas turns invisible. Privately. <laughs> um, well, uh, let's let's start with Magda, just because this will be fun. Um, it is, it's still fairly early, but you know Alistair, being a teacher, he probably wakes up earlier. Um, it's not quite time for like his, his classes to come to the island or anything, but... Uh, Magda, as you head to the tower after, like, getting dressed and everything, um, you enter the main hall to find uh, Jack uh, in next to nothing but a robe, uh, asleep on the table. (laughs) Like, he's sitting in a chair just asleep on the table. Um, And you see Alistair sitting to his left, just with, like, a cup of coffee, just reading over a newspaper just looking very calm and collected and perfectly put together even this early in the morning that's the glamour yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's partially the glamour Uh, he's not dead right like we don't have unfortunately no Mm -hmm. uh Can I help you, Miss Rand? Um, yes. Yep. You can. I just forgot everything I was going to ask you. Cool. Um. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, 
Um, I mean, I have, like, personal things, I guess, I can ask you. Um, mm -hmm. for me, for, uh, God. Should I kick him out? Uh, it, I mean, is he conscious? Or... And he sort of shoves Jack's shoulder, and Jack's just like, fuck off, old man. And... <laughs> and Alistair reaches over and, like, tugs him up by the collar and says, why don't you go take a bath and then go make yourself useful for once? And Jack Ooh. is just like, ugh. And he gets up, and you can see he's hungover. Yeah, no shit. And he, he gets up, and, like, he does have, like, like shorts, like, under almost like boxer briefs on, but he has the robe as well, and as he realizes you're there, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, like, closes the robe. He's fine. like, sorry. <laughs> I've seen worse. It's I imagine Oh, seen worse. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, God, Cal. Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, he uh, <laughs> closes up his robe, and he, he goes up, uh, up the stairs. And... It's just you and Alistair in the dining hall as he neatly sets aside the newspaper and takes a drink of his coffee and he leans on the table lightly uh, with a just a flick of one finger, uh, one of the chairs slides out. Oh, okay, uh, I will sit in it. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> I did wonder... Uh, if you could send a message to someone, um, mm -hmm. there is, I'm going to consult my little notebook, um, that I have with me, um, uh, Darius Sam at Mathine College. Oh, Darius? Yeah. Yeah. Darius? Yeah. Da Darius? <laughs> no. Darius Sam. Yeah. Uh, Darius Sam. Um, apparently I was given his name, uh, mm -hmm. in reference to Mr. Brent's. Uh, if you could just let him know that, uh, Helena Brom gave me his name and to give as much information on Walter as possible, um, and also a mentor that he might have had. Alright. Uh, I would send it via Vodro post, but I want to get the answer as quickly as possible. Understandable. Um, it's a bit early in Constanos. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I will... How about this? Um, why don't you write down what you would like to ask him? And I will, I will send it with, uh, with uh, one of my scrolls so that he can answer back immediately. That way, you have more room to write. Okay. Yeah. And I'll do that. I will send it at a more agreeable hour to Constanos. I don't even know if it's dawn there yet. Okay. Yeah. That you know, that's a smart idea. Um, Don't get to be 346 without being at least a bit intelligent. 
Well, I don't know. I've met um, you know, Kit of Ulfira. He is the exception, not the rule. Yeah. He's uh, also <laughs> only 320 years <laughs> or something. He's yeah. 321. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got five more years. He had something could happen. Yeah. Um, um right. Okay, I can I can do that. Um I did I I gave him the brief rundown of what is going on with me. He's seen my face and everything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um so I was wondering if maybe we could talk a little bit more about curses. Um mm-hmm. obviously you know kind of my situation. Yes, I was thinking about that a bit last night. Um, I wonder if we can potentially track down what or who is responsible, but it requires tools that I don't exactly have. I've been trying to do that for the past six years. Well, you are in rather good company to find the right people. Um, Some of my fellow arcanists are a bit more practiced in this area of magic. Um, What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Jesus. Um... I actually was speaking with uh, your friend Fustrak last night about potentially reaching out to some of them to help him. Um, um, uh, One person who I'm fairly certain could be of use to you would be uh, Droval Easterland. They are the Master Arcanist of Issa. I'll post their name for you. I think I... I think I wrote them down last time. Okay. Um, good to know. Um, uh, but otherwise, uh, I'm fairly certain that uh, Pelai Singadi in Northeast could be of help as well. Um... They're both more experienced in divine magics. Uh, I myself am mostly in the arcane. Right. Uh, I guess it makes sense you being an archivist. Arcanist. We're we're all master arcanists, but the it's strange to explain. The arcane is all magic, but. It also refers to a specific branch of magic at the same time. It's it's strange. There's the arcane, there's primordial, there's divine, and all sorts. Good to know. Okay. Um, well, <clears throat> I guess that was kind of what I was wondering. Titan. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come on. 
Just, just like who who was doing the peacock? Was that Harris? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's kind of what he sounds like. True. A little bit. Um. Um. Uh, Alistair. Uh, after a moment, he says, "I did have a question for you. You said." I don't know if it was you or Lorcan who mentioned that you saw something when Lorcan was dropped in front of you. Uh, yeah, it was some sort of... It was like a tear in mm. space. And there was a hand that shoved him out, basically. Did you get a good look at this thing? Uh, it was kind of like pale, cro crooked, long fingernails, I think. I might be talking out my ass. I mean, no, you're on the right track. Okay, I can't remember. Um, it was, yeah, it was like a sort of like alabaster scaled arm with long nails and, uh, a lot of bangles on it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. What? It's Kyla. <laughs> she's back. She's she's super dead. No, it I was know. distinctively bigger than like a humanoid's, uh, a typical humanoid's arm. Oh yeah. no. It's all our gut. No. Oh god, um, it could be. No, he won't be back for a couple millennia. Yeah, anyway, that's true. We did terrible things to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, he he nods as you describe it to him. He says, "Hmm, I may look more into things <coughs> with a similar sorry description. I'm also curious about this mass of insects that you mentioned. That seems like a." particularly interesting clue. Yeah. Um, Lorcan as an entity, one of his symbols is that of the lunar moth. I know this, but the rest of that flesh-eating beetles, that sounds like something very different. That was the first time he appeared to me when... Yes. I'm uh, thinking... When he was summoned. I'm thinking perhaps... The reason you saw that is because it wasn't expecting to be seen by someone who would live. Maybe you saw something truer to the actual form of whatever this person is. And... I'm not... I don't have a lot of faith that I'll be finding out anytime soon. I mean, if you and... The other archivist that I met. Arch I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. Why I keep saying archivists. It's arcanists. Uh, other arcanists that I've met don't know what he is and don't really have an inkling. It. I don't know how much more I'm going to find out. Lorkin was the product of years of asking questions. Well, I will ask what questions I can, though I'm not sure how much more information I'm 
going to find beyond what you've already got. Um, though I think focusing on whatever this creature is might be of use. Um, yeah. I think I'll reach out to some of the libraries in Port Saris and Constanos and see if they know anything about a massive insect or perhaps a bejeweled draconic thing, maybe. I mean, any information helps. I of course. Uh, so I don't know if this is like intrusive or anything like that. It, I guess it's sort of common knowledge. Uh, although I didn't know about it until I talked to Mr. Kit. Mm -hmm. uh, you were apparently there on the first Obsidian Day. Yes. I don't think they teach people about you in school. Uh, not typically in, you know, average grade school, no. I'm uh, not that important to the overall operation. I was just there to help and right a few wrongs. What sort of wrongs? And you see, like, this... It's not a smile of, like, oh boy, here we go. It's more of a smile of, oh shit, you're about to find out. <laughs> uh, Fuck around and find out? Yeah. <laughs> says, uh... I, um... I was far from the best man uh, in my younger years. Uh, in fact, I would consider pretty much my entire mortal life to have been a waste of space at this point. Um, Marin Veneer and Sylvia Hartstead um, My wife and I adopted them when they lost their parents. And we did not adopt them out of the kindness of our hearts. We And you can see he's he's uncomfortable but He's willing to talk about it. Um, he says, we, um, we were not arbiters, but we worked with them. We lived in War's Rest. And my wife ended up joining the Hyden cult along with the woman she left me for. So you can imagine... You can imagine those girls did not exactly have the best upbringing. And that's putting it very, very mildly. I... I... Hmm? No, go ahead. Um, he, he pauses for a moment before he says, I was awful to them. And 
Marin put up with it until she died because of me. Well, I can't say I know exactly what you did, but I don't know. This town has half its stuff named after you. I did not ask for that. In fact, I would rather they changed it, but I seem to have made a good impression in the past few centuries. It wasn't yes. always that way. The Obsidian Collective today are... I feel confident in calling them my friends, but back then, before the Obsidian Collective, I was someone that Sylphie and Marin and Kit and Silas intended to hunt down. And I managed to make myself just useful enough that they let me go. Well, from my perspective, I don't really think there's a number limit on years of service that you can chip away old scars and and things like that, but if you spend 45 years being a bastard and 300 more being a decent person, I think that says something. Something good. I'm not quite sure what changed. Because I didn't get perspective until after I became a lich. Maybe it was losing the fear of death that changed things for me. But... Ah, it's all uh, strange to talk about. And... At the very least, I am trying to prove that Marin and Sylphie were right to let me go. And Kenna and Kit keep me in check. So do the Lycari. But I don't know if any of this really makes up for what those girls suffered because of me. There were many times where I hurt them and many times that I didn't stop someone else from hurting them. Is it really about making up for things though? Is that the goal? Maybe not because entirely. I feel if you're going to work for hundreds of years to try and make up for 
a handful of years of bad blood, you're going to end up disappointed in the end. Because you're still going to blame yourself, no matter how much good you do. Something tells me you could use a bit of your own advice, Miss Renly. You know, as the words were coming out of my mouth, I felt like a right to it, but <laughs> not the left one, right. the right one. Uh <laughs> That's all right. We um it's much easier to be kind and understanding and supportive to other people than it is ourselves. But to answer your question, no, I don't do what I do just to make up for my mistakes. That was what I did for decades after, after Sylvie and Marin let me go. They kept me at arm, arm's length and I proved to them any time they came around that I was taking care of my children and my students and the island and the city. And by the time they were gone, I would like to think that we had a comfortable, maybe not friendship, but working relationship. There were many things I helped them with and many things they helped me with. But no, I find myself mostly doing these things for the people who are alive now. Manas is a rare gem of a town where the people automatically care about each other without expecting anything. They assume the best and prepare for the worst. They're welcoming to outsiders and they protect me from people who are not so interested in having a lich around. And I became a master arcanist at their request, both because I am long lived and because I've been around long enough to understand at least somewhat how the ley lines and earth blood fountains and ancient sites work on this continent. I'm, I'm also finding myself occasionally living for myself. I don't think it's any secret that Jack is part of that. But I may have picked up a little bit of that. Yes, he's not exactly um, quiet. But anyway, he, um, he and other people over time, and you see him glance off toward the back wall of the dining room where all those portraits are. Um, he says, other people over time have made life wonderful. 
and he points to the portrait of him and the uh, the two tieflings, the Aarakocra and the halfling. He says, and those four were probably the catalyst to really start me on my way. I've had other children in my care since, but those four really started everything. From what I'm gathering, I'm not a parent, but from what I'm gathering, having kids uh, tends to spark change, whether you want it or not. Mm. It certainly was not intentional. But anyway. Uh, I do have my classes coming in soon. Uh, you all are, of course, free to use the tower as needed, and of course the island. Uh, I will be around with my class if you should need me. Yeah, um, I'm going to really quickly jot down the information that I need from Darius, or Darius. Darius. Yeah, uh, and then give it to him. It's like, as soon as possible... Um, I expect we're going to go tonight to Sundrake's, and I would like to have uh, as much information about Walter as possible. Uh, possibly going into that, if they're All able right. to. Um, I will send this off. Uh, you see he glances around. He says, um, it'll probably be dawn in a couple of hours. I'll send it off then. <clears throat> and uh, I will let you know as soon as I hear anything back. Uh, by the way, do you know where Miss Narendia went off to? Can't say I do. Hmm. All right. Well, if she does show up, um, let her know uh, one of the cabins is open to her, but I haven't seen her since last night. Yeah. Um, thank you again. Thank you for listening to me ramble. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> She's gonna leave. Who else has a thing? Me. Okay. Um, I, I imagine, um, I've probably actually been waiting outside the door. Uh... So as as Magda's leaving, um, I'm just gonna be like, can you um, can you hold on for just a minute? Me? Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to him, and then I'm oh. gonna come out here. If you can just wait for me just a minute. How how much how long do I have to it's wait for really, you? It's a really 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 quick thing. You can if you want. I'll just ask it. Uh, he hello hello uh good morning good morning good mr you. fortune man good morning are you able to send messages to people i know that's like a magic thing that some people can do where you just like you know someone you send them a message you then... you know that i can i did it in front of all of you i may not have been paying attention i apologize uh indeed the uh are he did you... drink a lot yesterday yes uh uh um this place is protected uh Sala ran off 
mm. at some point last night and I I don't know where she went um, and I just am concerned you have met her now are you able to send her a message and of course can you ask her to stop by the tower preferably sometime this afternoon before we make our way to Sundrake's I can I would appreciate it thank you yeah and you see him start drawing the runes into the air um and as he sends this message off you see him wait for a moment sort of tapping his fingers on the table uh she says she's on her way back to the island as we speak wonderful um i have one other question yes do you have a library i have several <laughs> do you have like a like a is there like a room here in the tower that is like the library? Uh, the main room will be the third floor, though there is some spillover onto the second and fourth. What are you looking for? Anything. About? I, I just, I had a... I think I got a memory back last night while I was sleeping. Not about anything that took place. It was more just like I woke up and I don't know. Maybe I had a dream or something, but just uh, something I read when I was younger and in a book. And wanted to see if you had it. That's not very specific. It's a children's book about the Feywild. Uh well, I do have a small selection. Uh, for my younger students. Uh, those will mostly be on the second floor. Okay. Uh, thank you. That's all I needed. Mm-hmm. Cool. And he just goes back to reading his paper and drinking his coffee. Eventually, Jack comes down actually dressed. You look like you had a wonderful night's sleep. And Jack is just like, he walks by Alistair and like takes his coffee. Um, and he like stops and looks at you and says, Yeah, it was, um, it's pretty good. Just drains the cup. And Alistair's just sitting there looking at him like, You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you date younger men? I know, right? Especially the cocky ones. Uh huh. <laughs> um, can we go now? Yeah, do you need something? <laughs> what? The You're just waiting there. Do you need me for something? Is that <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Such a dick! I love this. Magda stares at him. I'm like... fucking kidding with you, Magda. Let's, um... Do you want to no. go get a cup of coffee as well? What they have smells really good. It smelled really good. I think it's gone now. No, there's there's more in the kitchen if you want some. Okay, yeah. Coffee. I'm good. What you want, asshole? <laughs> what you want? I just want to <laughs> talk to you. What? We we uh, we hang out together now. We we're Do I we? guess, working together. That, that I we? just didn't want to. I guess if you want to spend your whole day alone by yourself, you can do that too. That's fine. I just was gonna... 
All right, fine. I'm gonna go downstairs and have some coffee. If you, you're already, yeah, you, know you already are downstairs. Wanna... Okay, well, I yeah. ship these two so hard. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, uh, not enough straightness here. No, <laughs> that's fair. Not even a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, fine. You want to hang out? Let's hang out. Cool. Magda will sit down and like cross her legs and. Are you just sitting at the dining room table? Yeah. Okay. okay. So Alistair and Jack out. are like looking at the two of you like what is happening? We're hanging out. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll go get some this coffee. Cool. That's what bros yeah. do. They hang out and drink coffee. Yeah. And as as sure Christmas do. goes off to the kitchen, Jack sits down and like leans on the table and looks at you, Magda. <laughs> are you two like how long have you two been married? Same do you do you want me to expel all of the contents of my stomach onto the table? Because it's working. <laughs> I like your new friends, Allie. They're fun. Allie? Allie. Oh my god! Oh. Alistair, if Alistair could really blush, which he can a tiny bit. He can't. He doesn't have any blood. He does in his glamour oh. form, like just the tiniest flush on his very pale face. Just like uh, I'm gonna look over at Alistair and just kind of raise my eyebrows at him, like what? Nothing. And Jack like nudges him, and Alistair just shoves him away. Uh, actually, Christmas comes back. Right, so what do you want to talk about, huh? You want to talk about, like, sports or something? We'll talk about rugby and Garrel Shell. Yeah. I really love those, um, those Albash doing real good in this water. Yeah. (laughs) I thought about about that as soon as I said it. The Beholders are doing pretty good this season. Yeah. Yeah, I don't follow sports, <laughs> but it is nugget. really interesting to sit here and listen to you speak unprompted um, about whatever comes in at the the top of your head. I guess. Um, what's I'm the not guild actually of the eating gate it. Like? <laughs> What? I don't. I don't know. They're a bunch of assholes in a big building out in Constanos. What do you want me to say about They're it? They're not in Constanos. The Guild of the Gate? Guild of the Gate is in. Uh, oh, yeah, it's in Skogerheim and Skogerheim. Have I been there or have I just yeah. been to. Okay. I've been there. Okay. Cause the reason I think Constanos is because we talked to. Um, fucking what's his nuts? A thane? No, um, I mean, awesome. yes. What are Lauren. his nuts? Lauren. Oh, yeah, no, Lauren's yeah. a chaser. He never spends time at the actual Guild of the Gate. Yeah, but he is part of it, so that's why he I was is. like, oh, that's He's a captain. Um, I don't know, they're just, like, all up in a mountain somewhere, and... No they... close connections or anything like that? Uh, I mean, I know certain people... Who, who are you looking for? I'm not. I'm just having a conversation. 
insight check. <laughs> Are you... Uh, let me see. That sucked. 11. I'll roll for it, but I... Yeah, it's... That's a 22 on the corresponding yeah. check. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> what about the uh, the the Tithel clan? You you have some close connections there. I'm I'm, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I know some people. You looking for names or something? No, again, just curious. You know, the the guild at the gate works uh, well. A lot of people like to go to the Feywild. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. that's... and they kind of watch over the how people get there, and are closely related to the Tithel clan, and you mm -hmm. obviously are too. The way that you, mm -hmm. you know, do you want me to give you some names? I can give you some names. No, I'm just again, I'm I'm truly just asking. I will take out a little piece of my notebook paper. Do I have names of people that I can connect with? Uh, well, I mean. You do, but I don't have any handy for oh, you. Okay. Um, I'll write down some names. <laughs> yeah. The only one I can come up with off the top of my head is Arabella Molinark, but you don't know her personally. She's she's, she's the bearer the of yeah. Squall, and she's the head of the Chasers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chaser Captain. I'll just scribble down like who I know and just pass it on over to him. Like, there you go. Go nuts. Cool. Um... And, uh, you know, we've heard a little bit about your upbringing. There's one thing, though, that never really seems to be discussed very much when it comes to you, and I'm curious. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Probably not going to, but go on. Okay, I won't. No. Go ahead and say it. Maybe if it's really good, I will answer. Okay, uh... Your abilities that you use. How did that start? The title clan. That's just everyone does that? Yeah. They. I'll pull out like a couple vials of like my mutagens that aren't bloodstone from Eldehyde <laughs> and just kind of like lay them out. It's like. I wasn't able to do shit with my blood until I started taking these. And those are all from the Tithe Clan. Off to the side, you see Jack go, ooh. <laughs> Honestly, this is the least interesting thing that I carry on me. So, yeah. It isn't because I'm super special or anything like oh, that. Oh, there's it's... no follow-up to that? What? I no. Now I'm curious. What's the other thing that you carry with you that's more special than this? Bloodstone for Meldai. The thing that keeps me fucking alive okay, and not that's... turning into a mummy. So, <laughs> what would happen if I took one of these? Uh, Do you would... want to know? So, do the mutagens work the same way as Bloodstone Formaldehyde, where they have to be, like, properly attuned to you, or um, would any the, old asshole be able to take that? The mutagens are... Any blood hunter could use them, but if a non-blood hunter used them, 
uh, it would have some incredibly caustic and poisonous results. Very similar to The Witcher. So, what does that mean for... Uh, That means if, uh, for example, if Christmas were to take Celerity, Mm -hmm. um, Celerity is a dexterity-enhancing mutagen, um, it would probably start to eat his joints and Mm. stuff like that. It would be it would be like drinking acid. Okay, so not the what, good kind. No. What did I do to make it not that way? Uh, you being inducted into a blood hunter order, you went through a very specific. Uh, it's not really an operation. It's more of a, like you took a number of different like chemicals and potions that changed your biology to be able to work with these things and essentially gave your you the ability to make your blood a magic uh fuel again very similar to the witcher in the trial of the grasses and that's what i'm trying to get at as well that's what christmas is trying to learn about uh, yep, you have to suffer a lot for it, and a lot of people don't survive. Woof. Yeah. Um, Magda was probably hoping to not survive. Yeah, yeah that's dark. Yeah, that sounds pretty on, uh, on point, though. Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like, either way. <laughs> what know. bliss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either way, I won't be talking to Dad. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I believe um, I believe in D anD D. It's called the Blood Hunters Draft, but it's a very okay. specific mix only known to existing Blood Hunter masters. So Magda does not know how to make it. Yeah. Uh. It, well, I mean, you could if you really wanted to talk to those people that I gave you the information on, and uh, you could uh, writhe in torment. And you too could do a bunch of fun flips and shit. Well, I think I will stick to the coffee. Thank you. Mm. Um, but okay. I do have a much better understanding of where your cheery demeanor comes from now. <laughs> Trust me, it wasn't that that did anything. Honestly, that was kind of like Tuesday at that point. Anyway, Jack is just sitting there like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just just clearly eavesdropping on everything. Whereas Alistair has the good sense to be like, I'm going to read my paper. (laughs) I'll turn to Jack and just be like, she wanted to have the conversation right here. This, I didn't, it's. No, I wanted to hang out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you had this conversation. This is really interesting. Right, and I'm, I know more about you now. Look at us becoming best friends already. Mm. Wow, great! I don't quite know everything about you yet. Um, Neither what's do I. your well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? I can't really uh, deep dive into Christmas. Uh, uh, I will say that that is about the time uh, Salo would arrive. Because she was already on her way. 
bullets dodged. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I don't have anything to hide. I also Maybe just I want to keep this moving. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, the, uh, the main tower door uh, opens up and Sala pokes her head in. And Alistair looks over and says, Good morning, Miss Norendia. And she nods, says, uh, Good morning. Uh, hi, everybody. I hi. look over at her. Is there a visible reaction to her seeing me looking like me? She does stare at you for a good long moment. Hey, buddy. Uh, friend, pal. You talking to me? Bro, yeah, you. Yeah, the bro that gave it away at the end there. Yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, I actually would love... I'm I'm pretty tired this morning, but I did need something uh, done for me out in town. Um... I'll hand him my Kusarigama and be like, could you take this down to the blacksmith? Uh, I'll I'll give him some money to like I don't know. 50 gold. Uh, yeah. Just go run that down to the blacksmith. Uh, tell them that I, I want it like boosted somehow. Uh, why don't you take her with? Uh, you know, buddy system and all that. Uh, go on. Insight um, check. Yeah, Saul is gonna do one too. I feel like Magda is like every My Chemical Romance album cover just put together into one person. Yeah. Yeah. That was an unnatural but, 20. Okay. That was a 25 for Sala. Yeah, she's trying to get you two alone so that you'll fucking talk. And Sala <laughs> looks at Christmas. I go on, chop chop. Cool. I take the money and I take the Kusari Gama. Thanks, pal. You Friend. are very welcome. I guess I'm going back to town. And she turns and heads out. Cool. Uh, Fushark is going with them, right? Uh, I I am planning on going into town. I was going to talk to Lorcan, Noah, and Jasper and see if any of them needed to go as well. Okay. All right. Uh, as for... Christmas, oh sorry. Uh, as well, Christmas, was... oh God, you go first. <laughs> as Christmas leaves, I'm just going to give him a little like, "You're welcome." <laughs> Nobody asked for a wingman. Oh my God, <laughs> I love it. Uh, as soon as I am out the door, um, I'm going to pocket the fifty gold and I'm oh, going to just throw the kusari gama on the ground outside the front door. <laughs> Such a uh, <laughs> you literally asked for this i did and i then, did um i'm going to i will actually take sala's hand yeah she like sees you pockets the gold and drops one she's like what are you and then you take her hand and she shuts up okay and um i'm gonna start walking back towards like where noah fustrock and jasper and lorcan are all those guys okay i guess we're going this way so where did you go last time uh i sent some messages off and found a secure place to sleep you know there's there's cabins here if you want to i can probably kick noah out i mm. i i know there's 
cabins. I, I, um, I just figured it would be better, you know, in case somebody found one of us that we wouldn't be close to each other. See, and I was thinking the opposite. Well, the only reason I travel with these chuckle fucks is because they're all big and beefy and strong and smart and mean in Magda's case, and that does her a surprising <laughs> amount of good um, in a fight. Uh, so, you know, they don't have to lock them, but when I'm with them, I'm a lot safer than I would be by myself. I'm not used to uh, trusting other people. You don't have to trust them. You just have to know how they behave and trust that they'll stick true to those behaviors. Ooh. That's, uh... I think that's where you and I differ, Chris. I don't trust any of that. No, but you're here. Yeah. Mostly because of you. Mm-hmm. Almost exclusively because of you. I, I'm sorry. You you sent that message and you just said help, and I forgot everything else and came running. And now I realize that was probably a bad idea. I don't think so. See, here's, here's where I'm at. I have two memories of you. I have last night and I have who knows how long ago. And I didn't get either of those memories until last night. I know that I trust you. That was your first mistake. I also know that I don't know you. You know an awful lot more about me than I know about you. And wow. let me tell you, I don't think I would have slept a wink last night if it wasn't for whatever was in that bottle. Because right after I saw you, right after that happened, um, well... I've learned a lot about myself because my brain processed every possible thing that could happen after that. I'm going to tell you exactly what I thought. I thought, I can probably use this woman to get the man that wants to kill me off my tail. That was the first thing that went through my brain. What does that sound? Yeah, I was about to say... Not for me. Yeah, who's jumping up and me. down on their floorboards? Uh, no, Alina's working on cleaning something, and apparently it's right over a creaky floorboard. Alina, oh. stop! <laughs> <laughs> Knock the fuck off! No, she's fine. 
So I don't know what that says about me, but then the next thing that I thought was, well, is that what the me that you knew would have done? And is that the me that is a product of those five years that I don't have? Is that me in the following four years after that just trying to survive? And is that who I want to be? Because the me I don't know obviously trusted you. And I can tell you that that's not who I am anymore and save you probably a world of pain. Or I can trust that there's a reason why you and I were together. And I can trust you. And I, I, I should give that another shot. Because why would I want to deprive myself from something potentially life-changing in the best way? And then I thought, I probably shouldn't tell her any of this. <laughs> She's got to think mean, I'm crazy, but... No, no, this isn't really that crazy for you. Um, Ow. <laughs> I... Obviously, I'm still getting to grips with the idea that you're not my... Chris anymore you're not our you're not our red you're not the person you used to be but I'll I'll level with you and tell you exactly what I've been thinking since I figured out where you were I would occasionally delude myself into thinking I could fix it and get you back and we could get rid of Tristan and just take over his business and go along like things are the same as they've always been. I also thought if you've well, I thought this last night after I realized you don't remember anything, I thought maybe I should just leave and let him start fresh and I almost did I had all my things together ready to leave and then I just didn't and right now after hearing all that I am wondering if I should regret not leaving Because the longer you're near me, the more likely it is that Tristan's going to find you. And vice versa. And the more you're involved with the old crew and we all try to get back together or whatever it is they're trying to do now, the more likely it is that other old enemies are going to come through and find us. But I... I would be lying 
if I didn't say that or I would be lying if I said that I don't want all of that back it's all I've wanted for four years I don't know that we would ever be able to get it back no but if there's one thing I have learned several times now sometimes the best option is to just start over and I will hold out a hand to shake and I will say Salah Narendil it is very nice to meet you my name is Chris Misfortune Mayor no it's not well to me it is and she takes your hand and shakes it okay okay Tristan's gonna kill you he's probably gonna try to do that anyway so yeah it's either die happy or run scared until you die scared. You know, that's where I'm at right now. I'd rather die happy. Hmm. Anyway, well, we've been walking really slowly towards yeah. um, where these other uh, people are. And we, yeah. um, well, I guess I need to go run an errand for, for Magda. So that's... Yeah, I was curious about what was going on there. Yeah, I'll probably just go buy some paint or something and just pick it up in the yard and paint it so it looks different. And Chris. Oh my god. Do you know how much it, it costs to upgrade weapons like that? I don't even know what that yes. thing is called. It's called a Kusarigama. You should tell her that, because she hasn't hit shit with it in the last couple weeks. That's, you... that's fair. It's also not true. Play the tape. <laughs> right? She's hit things with it. <laughs> mostly yeah. just Jasper. The tape. Mostly Jasper. Yeah, mostly no, just Jasper. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I did great in that in that fight bit. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I wasn't watching yeah, that. Yeah, with not the Kusarigama. You know what? That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the right beer. Um, yeah. Sala sighs and says, I'll take it for her if you really don't want to do it. No, this is way funnier. Let's just, let's just try this and then... God, you really want to die in your sleep, don't you? <laughs> it is very interesting how not different you are. I'll take that as a compliment. I don't know if it is. <sighs> um, by the way, uh, I think you can... Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> is that, a cat? Uh, that was a, That was a horn. I think that was a cat. Like, yeah. <laughs> It did sound um, a little bit like Titan going, Rah! Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is happening? Um, anyway, 
She says, by the way, I, um, I did a little bit of snooping around last night after I, you know, had a crisis. Uh, I think, I'm not sure, but I think, you don't even know who they are. Um, I think Beckett and Ross are going to be there too. That will be interesting. Well, Beckett was um, your ride or die buddy, so he should ride be or fine. die boot. But I don't know. You were the only one who was really close with Ross. I don't really know him that well. That's okay. I um. You froze. No, I'm still here. I'm just thinking. Um, I've been thinking about that, and it, it, it truly, I, I didn't want to go to that safe house tonight. But um, I remembered. I think I had a. a, a dream last night and it just jogged something in my memory a, a story that I um well I told them I read about it truth is I wrote it when I was younger a uh a hidden rose garden in the in the Feywild and you see she smiles and uh, there's a in the center of the garden there's a pedestal I can tell you know the story already mm -hmm. and uh, well in the story Christmas made his way there knowing of the treasure that it possessed which was the crystal rose on a pedestal in the middle, but it was protected by these creatures in the rose bushes that would disguise themselves as the flowers, and anyone who tried to get close to it would be attacked by them. But they were... They were not kept there... Well, they were not, they were not there willingly, let's say. And so when Christmas went to the Rose Garden, he did not go for the Crystal Rose, but he sought to free them from their imprisonment so that those small fey creatures would protect him instead. And so I think that we go into the hornet's nest, so to speak, with... Uh, this safe house and we don't know who we can trust and who we can't but I think the goal at the end is to well, stay away from Tristan or do something about him and well, we can make friends with the hornets along the way I hope so I desperately want to believe that Gwen is still on our side. If nobody else, at least her. 
I may have a trick for that tonight. Well, be careful. The others are uh, pretty crafty, and I'm sure they don't know whether or not they can trust us. Especially me, considering I disappeared for so long. Alright, let's go get these other guys and okay. head into town. I'll, be, I'll go grab that fucking thing. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> I'll go grab back to um, Skusarigama. <laughs> for the sake of brevity, let's... Who needs to go into town? Uh, I need to go into town. Okay. Of course, Christmas. Sala. Um... Jasper and Lorcan don't need to go unless you guys want them to go. If okay, so if she sees if Magda sees that Christmas is like come back like toward the tower and he's picking up her Kusarigama, she's like she'll walk out and meet him and be like, Oh, so you didn't do it then. Great. Well, Oh well, and then takes it from him. <laughs> She's like, 50 gold, please. We're going back. 50 gold, please. I'll we come with. Gone into town. Okay, fine. I'll come with. I'll give you 49 gold. No. no, no you no. don't know. Count it. <laughs> One, two, five. Sorry. Three. Three. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll give you your 50 gold back. Thank you. Uh, was it worth it? Did you? Kiss and make up. No. Um, oh, well. No. Oh, she's there too. Oops. <laughs> yeah, she's still there. Um, she says, was that the intention? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Magda Renly, you are a shitty liar, and you are talking to two of the best liars, yeah. probably in all of Frosthold. All right. Anyway, we're going into well, town. Well, at least one. Oh. I have no comment. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're going into town. Good, good, cool. Let's yeah, go. Let's go get these guys. Alright. Okay. Yeah. Um, y'all gather up. Fuck it. Lorcan and Jasper will come with you. Um, the whole crew. Yeah, yep. a whole crew plus Sala. Um, but, uh, you head in. Um, who needs to go where? AMC office and, uh, to find Asgear. Okay. Sundrake. Sundrake. Uh, the blacksmith. Okay, so you need to. You're going to Asgir as well because he's the blacksmith. Oh yeah. Um, what does Christmas need? Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> All right. Um, just, so just two bros hanging yeah. out. In the hot tub. I'm just here yeah. To, I'm just here to talk with people. I'm just here just for a good time. Just we'll really start with the. Mood. We'll start with the AMC office. As you head up there and you head inside and there's uh, Miss Elda Court's daughter, who is the secretary. Um, what you need, Fustrak? Um, I am looking to send a message to uh, Rayoru. Okay. Um, basically just detailing yesterday. Um, regarding uh, running into the brothers-in-law. Um, just advising her to 
watch her back. Um, and also letting her know about the corpse slayer. Um, like, I, I know it is a broadhorn uh, heirloom. Mm-hmm. But knowing that it was once hers, um, he would definitely make the offer of if she would like it or if she needs it, um, we will find a way to get it to her. Okay. But yeah, that that's... Oh, and uh, letting her know that if she comes across Razvin, he's cool. So... <laughs> Um, go ahead and write that all down for me, and I will, uh, I'll get to it after the game. Um, and then Sundrakes. Oh, quick cue, uh, Taylor. Did I get that? (laughs) Uh, did I get that letter that you gave to me out of game? Oh, yes. God, I forgot all about it. Yes. You would have gotten that, uh, now. Right now. <laughs> it just appears. <laughs> <laughs> just just you're walking along and all of a sudden you hear like a... And a little golden envelope drops out of the sky right in front of you. Okay. I will read it. And it and- is very clearly your father's handwriting on the front. Oh, it is very dead. bad handwriting. How is he? How could he be dead if he wrote it? He wrote it from beyond the grave. Oh, okay. He was forced to write it before they killed him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got your name on it, which is spelled correctly, but oh. the uh, the um, the manas is spelled wrong. Frosthold is it is spelled right, but after a couple tries. Oh, um, he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> And um, the return address on it is just the fifth horseman, but it's spelled with a five th because he can't remember how to spell fifth. Um, oh, yeah. I like him already. <laughs> I tortured I, Ash. With I this read before. this letter, and it's yeah. just so heartbreaking. It um, is. Yeah, I'll um, read it. But there is a small note attached to it. Um, uh, signed by a God, what was his name? I can't remember. Oh. He's the only one aboard able to do Vodra, po- well, not Vodra Post, but uh, transport uh, letters. Fuck. Hold on, sorry. Clay Aiken. Yep. No, he's Clay dead. Mm hmm. God damn it. Where's the fucking thing? God damn it. I re-downloaded it and everything. Where the fuck is it? Pepperoni. <laughs> yep, that's his name. Son of a bitch. Um, Ash, you have the crew manifest. What is Vostavan's last name? Oh, God. Cooper. Yeah, that. Oh, wait, there it is. Fifth. Uh, nope, that's only... <laughs> God damn it, that's only the one that? page. Where's the Ale- Alecreed? Alecreed? Hold on. A L L E. You're very close, I'm pretty sure. It's A L L E C R I I D. Yes, Alecreed. Yeah. Um, it is, it's just a note from Boss Van Alecreed basically saying 
here I'm delivering this message for your father. Please deliver to the order of uh, Magda Renly. Okay. Yeah. I'll read the letter. Okay. So you all notice that this letter just pop in out of nowhere. Well, you guys sure do get a lot of mail around here. Uh, yeah. Can you guys give me just like half a second? Sure. And just I'm gonna one right there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go like like around the corner. Like, at, like, the mouth of an alley or something and just kind of lean up against a wall and, like, read it. Okay. I follow. Get sad. Yeah. And post up at the entrance to the alleyway. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna look over at Christmas and, like, as, like, mid-read and I'm going to be like, be fucking mind. You read all my letters. I'm just here because... Christmas, I fucking mean it this time. Oh shit! All right, I'll go. I'll go walk out of sight. Okay, and I'll read the rest. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you get that? Uh, Sundrakes. Yes. Uh, I need to talk to the person. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, What's her name? Well, there's there's Meshach Rowanen and there's Mikhail, yeah. whose last name you do not know. Ah, uh, Meshach. Yes. Oh, hey there. Okay. You just barge into the store and yeah. Meshach like oh, looks hey. up and she's got like a jeweler's oh, monocle and like a bunch of stuff in front of her. She's like, yes. Hello, Mr. Brock. Or, wait, how long is her accent? She is Russian. Know. She is Russian. Mr. Brock. Mr. Oh, hey there. Uh, so I needed to come pay for the rest of my shield. Okay. And I just, I slapped 25 platinum on the counter. Like, there you go. Okay. And she gathers it all up and, like, puts it in, like, this, like, lockbox that she has and pulls out a little ledger and writes down a note. Uh, and then I, you know, I wanted to check on when it would be done. Uh, I believe that uh, Mikhail will have it ready for you tomorrow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, that's all I needed. Okay, bye. Okay, goodbye. And she puts her monocle back on and just goes back to what she's doing. I leave. That was all it. Right. That's all I needed to do. All right. Blacksmith. Yes. Y'all. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, well, I was just saying I have to go there, and so I guess I just gotta same magda will come out of the alley like very clearly like not doing okay (laughs) like yeah like you could probably see like the edges of her eyes are probably a little red uh but she's mostly like put back together it's like all right blacksmith let's go okay all right. You guys head over across Sharner into Old Mana's. Um, the blacksmith shop is right before the central bridge over into Camp Mahler, uh, across from what was the GWC office. 
Uh, as you guys get to uh, this sort of corner building that has this big outdoor, uh, not outdoor, um, sort of open air workshop where like it's still under the rest of the building, but it's like inside columns and open to the uh, open to the street. Uh, you guys do see across the way, um, Camp Mahler has further degraded as more people have like taken down tents. Uh, some of the bigger tents are gone. Uh, most of the people are gone, and there's not a whole lot of movement over there anymore. Uh, which, of course, you guys heard that the GWC left uh, Manas, but there's still a few people over there cleaning things up and like packing things. Um, as you get to this uh, shop, the first thing you notice is that it is around three times the size your average blacksmith shop and everything in it is you know built to match um from pretty much the end of the block you can hear the hammer ringing um and you soon start to hear a second one join in but as you approach uh the shop itself has like a few steps down like it's set into the ground a ways um, and just inside, you can see two large furnaces with two huge anvils and like tool setups that are side by side. Uh, and then there's like a counter running around the uh, outer corner with like an order window. Um, currently inside uh, the Jotun that you guys saw at the bakery is hammering away on a gigantic piece of steel. Uh, and currently watching a forge uh, across from him uh, is a geary woman, uh, sort of uh, similar to like Ira and Gwen. She's got like the paler uh, bluish skin. Um, she has sort of silvery hair instead of the darker colors. Uh, the Jotun is a much more like a much more like icy blue, a little stronger blue color, white hair, um, long braided beard. Uh, his hair is braided back as well. Uh, he, being that it's late summer and he's in a forge, he currently has no shirt on. He's got like the blacksmith apron, uh, but no shirt, simple pants that are like full of little like spark holes from working there uh, and he's wielding this massive to him one-handed hammer uh that is honestly kind of similar to fustrak's mall that is covered in runic designs um the woman is dressed similarly to him she's just got like a halter top uh pants currently not wearing an apron uh, but she also has these really thick bracers on her arms uh, that both her skin and the bracers are just covered in runes. Um, and she's got long, long hair also braided back. Uh, as you guys come up to the front of the shop, uh, the Jotun is just hammering away. He's not paying attention. But the woman notices you guys and she looks up, says... Uh, can I help you? I look over at Fustrak. I'm, um... I was recommended to come here by, uh, Alistair Altera, uh, to seek out an, uh, Asgir Corinson. 
and she turns and looks at the Jotun, who has stopped hearing his name, and he sort of draws himself up from his anvil to his full height of probably about 14 feet. Um, and you can see his head is just a couple feet below even this tall ceiling. Um, and he looks over and he says, Well then, any friend of the Master Arcanist is a friend of mine. You can hear his voice is really ragged. Um, and he sets aside the the metal in like an oil trough to to cool um and he walks up to the counter puts these huge hands down on it you can see he's missing his ring and pinky finger on one hand um probably his offhand and he just leans over the counter just looming over you guys he says how can i help you well i have the feeling that uh that um i may take a little bit more time um magda what'd you come here for i put there like silently put the kusari gama down uh on the counter in front of <laughs> yeah no the counter is like normal person height he he like standing down further in this like lowered shop he's having to lean uh. down over it um but he takes the kusarigama between his like thumb and two fingers um and sort of turns it over looking it over pulls the chain out looks at it looks at magda what can i do just make it better it is not very specific but i will see what i can do and he wraps the chain up around the handle um, and he turns and looks at uh, the woman. He says, I think this is a bit more your speed. Uh, what do you think for improvements? And she steps over, takes a look at the Kusarigama, thinks for a moment. I imagine I could hone the blade, make it a bit lighter, easier to use. Uh, how long do you have to wait? Mm, I think we're trying to be out of here. Well, I'm not sure, but next few days. Okay. Um, I could probably have it done on the 4th for you. Uh, let's say it's just kind of a specialty weapon. Let's say uh, 250 gold. Oh god, okay, don't have that much. Um how much do you need? You're not there. Yeah. I am. You are? Oh the whole okay. crew's there. Everyone's there. Yeah. Well, I only have 115 gold. So um one five zero or one five zero? One one five. One one five. All right, well, never mind. Uh, Magda, you feel a hand on your shoulder as Lorcan steps up and slaps a bunch of coin down. No, you don't have to. Yeah, shut shut up. Shut up. We'll take it. And the woman, like, looks at him, looks at you, and is like, okay. And she takes the money, takes the Kusarigama, and she goes and sets the Kusarigama up on a rack of, like, next project to do. Does Magda just have a rapier as well? Yeah. You do? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, uh, she uh, is going to like yank her shoulder away from Lorcan and just kind of like sit there like in a huff. Like, question. Okay. Yeah. Can I insight check Lorcan? Sure. Okay. Bad. Ten. What are you trying to find out? He's a fae. I don't trust fae that just offer nothing, or sorry, offer things in exchange oh. for nothing. And yeah. I've had suspicions for a while, so this is just me trying to read a situation. Lorcan is a trickster by nature, so a ten's not going to do it. Yeah. His intentions seem to be pure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, as, as the woman puts the Kusarigama away, uh, the Jotun takes out this, like, pad of paper that is comically small compared to him and takes this little pen, says, can I have a name for the weapon? Magda Renly. And he jots that down and rips it off the sheet and the woman's just passing by and she takes it from him. And, uh, he turns his gaze back to Fustrug. Um, Alistair and I had a conversation last night. Um, you were at the pastry shop yesterday when, uh, mm-hmm. let's say shit hit the fan. Um, that is a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to be able to learn some new things because uh that's not going to be the last time that my family causes trouble for us and alistair suggested magic but i am not exactly what one would call adept uh in uh more magical methods um but he said that you may know some techniques that may be able to uh help me further my studies and help improve. Um, and I am willing to do whatever may be needed to, uh, to earn that right, as I have heard that is something that comes from your culture. Well, he is not wrong, though most of what I know is more utility. If if you are looking for more of the battle magic side, I think my wife is more the teacher you need. He'd mentioned something about the runic tattoos. Mm. Yeah, and he, like, you can already see them, but he, like, turns his arms over for you, and you can see his skin is nearly black across his arms because of how many he has. He seemed to imply that there was something with those that uh, he phrased it as more primal. But Mm -hmm. that may have been only because I'm not that smart. And uh, that's kind of a word that helps me understand a bit better. No, he is... It is accurate. This magic 
transcends language, it transcends cultures. It is one of our earliest discoveries as a people. And he turns and looks at, uh, looks across at what you assume is his wife, says, these are from before the Age of Frost, before Ilarka, before the Balin returned. They are from the ancient giants, our shared ancestors. Primal is exactly the word for it. I would be, uh, I would be honored to, to learn if you and your wife deem me as being worthy of so. And he turns and looks at her and says, what do you think, Asha? And she takes a moment, gives you a real hard stare. What would you use these for? I'm not sure what you know of my people, but back home, we're often hunted, mm. treated as beast of burden and a, a game of sport. My clan, they, they don't want to adapt. They don't want to learn. They just seem to be fine going extinct because they take what Zarai says too far. Mm. I left so that that wouldn't happen. Yesterday, what you saw is them trying to force me to go back. And I ain't willing to do it. But I just want to protect my people. You want to but even more... I want to protect the people that I have here with me, the family that I found, the family that loves me for me, just as I love them for them. And she looks over at Asgir and he shrugs and she's like, well, I think perhaps one of the first things we will need to do is, um, beat some of those old ideas out of you. I would enjoy that. <laughs> All right, well, and she glances back at, like, her sort of workstation. Says, I suppose I could push back that sword. Give me one moment. Um, go around back. We will, uh, we'll get started. And she heads up a staircase into the upper building. And Asgir kind of chuckles to himself. He says, you are fucked, my friend. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, you saw me yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, I assume I should leave all of my weapons here. Um, no, take them with you. She will... She will see what you can do on all fronts. Just be ready to bleed. 
I mean, progress never comes easy, right? No, especially not with Asha. Uh, and I just, like, dip my head to him, um, like, deeply. Um, and I I just head out to, okay. to go around to the back. Okay, and... Uh... Before we close for the day, um, is anybody going with him, or are you guys letting him go on his own? Oh, I want to follow. I want to see oh. it. Oh, I absolutely want to help them beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Great! <laughs> uh, Mag does not. Mag just can't go off. Okay. Mag just can't go get popcorn for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just don't don't cry into it, please. Magda gets a funnel and just like puts it in the top of the mask and pours popcorn into it, and it just slowly lowers as you hear crunching. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like a horse bag. Yeah, um, yeah. Jasper, Jasper, and Sala also follow uh, Fushtrak. Um Magda, as you turn to go, uh, Lorcan he like puts up a hand, but he doesn't touch you this time. He says, "Hey." Um, if you if you need to talk about anything, not now, but whenever, let me know. And um, you you don't owe me anything for that. Do you want to go get a drink or something? I would love that. Great, let's go. Okay. Bravo and he just sort of waves <laughs> waves to the other says, we'll be maybe back. I don't care. And he just follows back. <laughs> Say hi to Gwyn for me. <laughs> Magnus just like... Yeah. As you as you step away, like, Lorcan's just like, what a right fucker. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah. You, uh, you go off into the rest of Old Manas with Lorcan. To, I assume locate a tavern um, and the rest of you gather up behind the uh, Corinson uh, blacksmith where indeed you do find a little almost like a corral uh, just like a fenced in area easy enough to like duck in under the fences but it's clearly cordoned off for fun uses um and uh, you see off to the sides, there's like community areas in within this little like uh, courtyard in between buildings. But uh, eventually uh, you see uh, Asha, as you've learned her name is, uh, come back down. And she is carrying a gigantic mall of her own. Yeah, that sounds right. And she has her eyes set on Fustruck. Uh but that uh that's where we're gonna end for today. God damn it, these couple of days are just like, taking so long. But, but they're so good. But good, but good but good. This Fustruck is on like a full on like grog, like where do you find your strength? I'm gonna get stronger. Yeah. 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 So, and I'm gonna get drunk doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like some oh, ale. Oh, that too. <laughs> I would like some hot apple cider, please. Yeah. 
Grog, you want some? Yes, Grog. <laughs> Good Grog. Grog. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks y'all for joining us. Um, I'm already excited for next week. D&D never lasts long enough. I have such fucking... Pl- I can't wait for Beckett. Oh, I'm so excited about him. He's so stupid. Um, oh. But yeah, um... And I can't wait for Magda to see Gwen again. Uh, uh, yeah, so let's go around all the peeps. We'll start with the actual AACO stuff. You can find us on Twitter at, at LaurenADVCo. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at LaurenAdventuringCo. And of course, you're on Twitch. Uh, all the links are below in our link tree for at Lauren and all of our stuff. So as we mentioned them, you can find everything there please visit our red bubble and see if you like any of the designs there because this shit ain't free uh let's go to uh, ben go for it oh i get to go first hi i'm hi i was not expecting to go first um i'm blake r wolf i write fantasy novels you can find me at b-l-a-k-e-r-w-o-l-f-e.com uh and that's also my handle on all the socials i write fantasy novels i have a complete series called the crystalline chronicles that's book one that taylor's holding um so if you like Lord of the Rings, Narnia, Dungeons and Dragons, that'll be kind of up your alley. And then I'm currently working on another series that should be released either later this year or the beginning of next year. And then I'm also working with Astrid and Taylor uh, co-authoring our campaign one novelization. So we broke 10,000 words. Yeah, we did. We're which way means ahead we're schedule. very, we're on schedule. Actually, we're like just on schedule. But oh, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, we're on schedule. Um, well, by the end of t- well, I don't know what you're planning on doing by the end. I'm going to be busy but... all day, so okay. yeah, I'm going to be. So we're on behind. schedule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's what I do. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, 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 Gail. Uh, <laughs> no. <Hello>. <laughs> <laughs> Gail. Hi, I'm Zachary Gale. Uh, I have a Twitter, uh, Zachary G. Author. Uh, I primarily write horror stories. Uh, I'm working on my first short story collection. Um, Should be published next year, probably around October. Um, I just got married, and that's been delightful. Um, And... Yeah, for now, that's it. We're still working on uh, setting up uh, Alina's shop. Um, so I don't have any information to uh, to report on that as of yet. Great, cool. Uh, Ash. Hello. <laughs> my name is Astrid Knight. You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K. Writes or on my website, astridknight.com. Uh, I, what can I say besides my book? Uh, I got a couple of short stories. I have a short story in an anthology out right now called, uh, well, the anthology is called Tales from the Year Between. 
uh, volume three in the wake of the Kraken. Uh, it's about pirates, so you can check that out right now. Also, pre-orders shortly will be coming out for, um, I'm not sure the particular title yet, but as part of the Heads and Tails uh, anthology series Winter Edition uh, coming out December 7th. Uh, I have a story in there about the Mothman. Uh, and how that's great. awesome! Yeah, and it's tight ass. <laughs> I'm so excited. I think, you know, no, it's it's a good it's a good story uh, that I am proud of. Um, Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I have a book coming out uh, in February called Perception Check, which is the uh, book one of the Mages of Valmira series. Um, it's about D&D. It's pretty cool. Uh, so check that out in February. Pre-orders will be going up in January. And you can get some pretty cool stuff with that if you order it ahead of time. I don't know what that stuff will be, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, also, I'm writing Also, I'm writing the Atlarn book. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been, uh, been fun pretty so fun. far. Yeah. I am enjoying it. I am loving reliving campaign one. I know. I and it's so fun to be like, oh, I have to get back in like the headspace of selfie and then also yeah. being like, what mm -hmm. the fuck happened? You know, like it's, over a year ago. <laughs> it's still angst, but it's a different flavor of angst. Yeah. yeah. And then you're gonna have to shift gears into Marin, which is yet another flavor of angst, though similar. Yeah. Yep. Self-destructive um, angst. Yeah. Uh, Coop, do you have anything for us? Hello, my name is Zach Coop. I'm a regular human being. And um, I do have something fun to show off today. Uh, people watching may have seen these neat little, I'll, I'll show them off again, these neat little character flyouts that we have now. So yeah. you guys can see our stuff. Stats and our classes yeah. and our yeah. AC and I already have to change mine because I got that ring. And <laughs> you got that. The ring of protection out. also helps with saving throws. I, I don't have the shield yet, so cool. you're That's good. Cool. I'm just gonna have one ready. I, uh, <laughs> oh. But yeah, these these neat little little things that I made mm -hmm. the, the, for our characters. Yeah, that's that's Yay. what I have to show off. That's cool. Yeah, hashtag stream master. Hashtag stream master. Oh my god, <laughs> that's me. I'm embarrassed. Same. <laughs> you used to be that, stream master though. I know, you but I didn't proud. do any hashtag things. That that should be a new fantasy series, stream master. Hashtag that sounds like a water sports erotica. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, it does. Yeah, let's not. Or one of those. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to have sex you... on like a, a water slide? <laughs> it's one of those. If you die in the game, you die Barbara for real story. Look, the the stream master is Step just one of the villains the of the of the erotica glory hole oh, series. God, please, mm, yeah, no, don't taint my section of this with oh, this. Oh, now taint. we're doing one about taints. Okay. Uh, Taylor, how about you? Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I was expecting an Hi. answer. Hi. Hi. Um, uh, hi, I'm Taylor Wallace, and uh, I made this shit. Hey, you did. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's it? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no. 
All right, um, I'm turning yeah, the stream off I, now. Uh, no, <laughs> fuck off. Um, no, um, I guess yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at t a i y i y i y or t a i y l o r w a l l a c e. Make sure you spell Taylor wrong, or you will never find me. Um, I also have uh, Sonder underscore editing on Twitter at the moment in case you need an editor for your writings, especially since it's National Novel Writing Month. Because, uh, uh, you know, some people have books at the end of this month and maybe you need another set of eyes to go over it. And uh, I, 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 I'm an affordable freelance editor. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, we are, I do want to reiterate because I'm so excited about it. We are working on the first novel of the first campaign about Lauren, the Sleeper Campaign. We are currently uh, working with Sylphie Altera, later on Hartstead, uh, and uh, Jax of, I believe, what was the name of the place? Av Ava. I don't know. Uh, Starts with AV. I don't fucking remember. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I literally uh, taco. I literally have like seven documents open when I'm writing this because yeah. I'm just like, who's these the people? What, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. And I just start making up shit. Like, just yeah. like, all right, yeah, whatever. The fuck, dude. Like, Aravin. I was, I was Aravin, really yeah. struggling last night, being like, what, what do the Caskers and Arbiters even do? I was. <laughs> Sylphie it was an arbiter. I don't know what they fucking did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Spent a whole campaign talking about them and you still don't know anything about I them. I literally got tried. to Carol and I was like, what does Carol even look like? Oh my god, he was it's like your boyfriend for like I know, decades. I had no idea. I was just like, yeah, he's a dude. <laughs> yeah i mean you guys didn't really see him much after that is true after the party um but yeah i don't think uh, we ever actually saw him physically not so. not like in the party in our well, head it's this yeah. entire game is in our heads like That's i've never true. actually seen him maybe maybe i'll do some art for carol at some point but considering how long it took me to do alistair we'll see uh but yeah um yeah we're currently running with sylphie and jacks and uh brenna silver uh and uh, the mouse the... god indeed do not yes. forget the mouse god yes. please put that in somewhere oh, absolutely yay uh, oh is that yeah. did jacks do say that yeah that when yeah. we went to jail and she yeah. turned into a mouse and the, or be shaped into a mouse and then came in and i was like oh, he's, he's a like, mouse god you're a mouse god yeah <laughs> Little did he know how close he was getting to the truth at the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Castrol is going down, and y'all are about to be arrested for shit. But you know. Oh, it's um, going down, down in an earlier round. Yeah, it too. And sugar, we're going down swinging. Ugh, yep. it's on fire. What song is that part of? It's not. Oh, no. it's on fire. Oh. We didn't it is on fire. fire. Uh yeah. I mean it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh yeah. You can find, like I said before, you can find all our links in our link tree, which should be on the screen here on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh and uh I think that's it. 
We will be back next week, Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern, for what will hopefully be a fun battle of reckoning for Fustrak against his potential rune knight mentor. <gasps> and uh, then the meeting of some of the old gang from the Feywild whose names uh, we know some of, but uh, I think it'd be fun as we learn more about them, especially when you figure out the name of the gang. It'd be fun. All right, I'm done rambling. So stream master, take us out. Hashtag stream master. Thank you very much. Oh my much. God. Hashtag um, bless. Hashtag. All right. But... I will take us out at a point in time eventually soon farewell bye bye, bye mortals <laughs>